Solid State Radio. to open for discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. I am your host, Adam the Goat Boy Luthi, and in studio with me is my co-host, Gator Grant. Hi. And the studio manager, the station manager, Sean Cantwell. And uh-huh. he's here. And he's here. <laughs> Officially, yeah. no. He wasn't before. He wasn't. He has to crack that beer open before he actually joins us. That's yeah. just uh, it's the only way, way he can deal with our yes, nonsense. Absolutely. <laughs> so... We have we, we tried something different. Uh, this was the first week of it, right? We tried something a little bit different with engaging questions to the audience. Yes. So going forward, to keep up the conversation that goes on, what we do best here, which is giving out advice to these weird situations, we kind of want your participation involved with it too. So each week we're going to hint at like some of the situations that we're talking about. We're going to give these topics a little bit and then see what your take is on them as well, which is kind of an interesting way to go. It, it is um, because, you know, usually we would just ask questions that were fun and random and everything. And, I mean, you guys obviously answered a lot of them and made for good material for us to be able to talk about and everything. But we thought, hey, you know, it's open for discussion. Let's actually do topics we can have a discussion on and not just like hey i like i like turtles right exactly <laughs> like you know things that are uh, not i don't want to say unimportant because they are no, important, important. thing we would ask some important questions and some relevant questions but you know the what's your favorite movie and why right and, uh, you know it's, it's cool yeah i mean there, <laughs> don't get me wrong like i'm sure there will be some questions that come back that oh, will dude. be you know, random. I'll think of something one night and go, yeah, I don't care about the rules. I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're just trying to figure out what's best for this first hour for your guys' listening experience. And this is what we've kind of come up with so far. We right. might tweak it as things go on. We have. It's a learning process. Exactly. And if you have ideas, send us messages, send us emails, comment on it. Or you can even give us a call at 810-356-4839. Yeah, all right. So let's get to the the first topic, which is, oh, man, I had such a hard time wording this because no matter how you say it, it sounds weird. Yeah, it was a tough one. When you sent it to me, it was like, mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to say that the right way. <laughs> because we're talking about siblings dating. And right. we're not talking about, like, a brother and a biological sister dating, right? right. We're like not, that's, talk- that's we're not, not talking about incest. <laughs> no, 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 creepy, like, ooh, ooh getting too close to uh, Alabama. Right. Um, <laughs> like that <laughs> yeah we we wanted to get out this thing so it's it kind of a difficult one but basically uh a girl and her boyfriend have been dating right yes and then their siblings started dating each other so she has right. an older sister who started dating the boyfriend's, boyfriend's older, older brother, brother. Yes. right right and where it gets really convoluted is the family's interaction with this well the worst like the worst part of it and i think we'll get to it as well yeah. is the um 
the parental involvement. Oh, do why? Just I, I don't, don't, get, I don't get it. Well, but so this, uh, but the the thing is, this is kind of like a twofold situation because part of it is just the uh, what do they do, but the other thing is the weirdness that's involved with siblings dating. Because yeah, depending yeah. on who you are, this was actually kind of like a hot topic. There were some people that are really weirded out by this. Oh, that's fair. I mean, but let's, do we want to read get, the actual post? Let's, yeah, let's, let's get read into the it actual first. Post. So my mom and my sister want me to break up with my boyfriend because she's now dating his brother. And since they're older and more mature, quote unquote, the relationship is more serious. <laughs> Because age makes things more relevant. Oh, absolutely it does. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm a junior in college, and I've been with my boyfriend <laughs> since the beginning of sophomore year. So it does give you a little bit of a context there, right? Yeah, we're not talking about high schoolers here. We're right. talking about adults. Yes, but they're still in their young 20s, okay? So it's been a year. We're both 21, case in point. Okay. I know it's been. it's only been a year. Okay, but I really love it, but we have plans of living together soon, and we started touring apartments. Oh, jeez. Our relationship is great. Ah, to be young and in love, Gator. To be young and in love. I've been there. Nah, well, long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Old man now. Yeah, apparently. Uh, so he treats me well, and they click very well. Uh, my parents loved him, his family, and his family, and approved of him as well. Our families have met twice, both times were great, and I introduced my sister, who's 31, to his brother, who's 32, and I didn't think it would ever get romantic or even friendly, honestly. How? But apparently... <laughs> what do you mean, how? Well, I mean... It, it doesn't matter. Like, you can't... They're both single and of the same age. Like, what do you expect to see happen well, at some point? No, like, no. No, you know what? No. No, no. She no. says, I could never imagine it happening. Yeah, I mean, she couldn't even imagine them being friends, no. is what she said. Well, I think she has a learning... I no no. Uh, this I is a learning situation. No, I disagree with you here. We're it gonna, shouldn't make I'm a difference. I'm just stage. saying. <laughs> well, no, because you can't just put two single people in a room and be like, "Ah, eh, you're single. They're single." I've had friends that have done this to me. Well, that's. I mean, you're yeah, a, you're a terrible person. That's your expectation. <laughs> there's a lot that is already laid out, though. Like the families know each other, and what does that have to do with anything? Everyone's familiar with each other. Look, your, your family looks. Hey. Our families get along. They're all doing stuff together. Let's, uh, you, you who like to play video games and are, you know, mildly into sports or whatever, let's go with this person who is a health nut and a vegan. Well, I mean, that's a little weird. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, okay, okay. I'm with you now. I jumped the gun. You can't necessarily say that it's going to mix out very well, right? Right, okay. So, like, differing opinion or people that... You would have never expected to actually be compatible. Yes. Okay, fair so enough. apparently they exchanged social medias and numbers and started being friends and doing things together. My mom and sister would tell me that she's seen a friend, and I would later find out that it was my boyfriend's brother. I thought it was really weird, but oddly, my mother would encourage it and says, they're really good together. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I asked her what she meant by that, and she said, she's never seen my sister click with a guy so much. Oh, no. Uh-huh, right, right. So, at this point, it was already, like, I was already disgusted because 
hey, that's my boyfriend's brother. Why does it seem like you want them together? And it is kind of weird, like, for a parent to kind of, but you, you want what's best for your kids, right? And they click. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're always going to look out for the best for, mm-hmm. your, for your children. No question. So my mom told me that I'm young and to hush, basically. A few weeks <laughs> ago, my sister and him were in the house. <laughs> can you imagine that? Mom looking, hey, you're young. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine yeah. being 21 and your mom being like, you don't know anything. I think my parents <laughs> did tell me when I was 21, hey, are you sure about this? Uh, well, like, you, you made some big life decisions at 21. Though. It worked out. It did. I'm a good guy-ish. I'm successful-ish. Yeah. I did okay. So anyway, not living in a van down by the river, so I'll take that. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> any, any day of the week. A few weeks ago, my sister and him were at the house, and when I got back from work to tell me that they had been dating for a few months and they're now official. They Ooh. hadn't told my boyfriend, but my sister wanted me to know first because she wanted to be honest with me. We got into a big argument. My boyfriend's brother then left to their family house to tell him while my sister tried to explain to me that she couldn't help falling in love with him and that she's older than me and looking for something serious and I'm 21. I'm just starting my life and will probably date a lot of guys and I need to just accept that she's with him and they're interesting and <laughs> or they're interested in something long term or even marriage. Which Ooh. that's they've only been dating together for like a year, right? The original couple so yeah. that means that these people have been dating far less than a year. And I and get they're already it. talking marriage. Right. And, I, you know, it happens. Seems a bit much. It seems quick. It seems quick. I'm just saying. A little, little uh, just a tad bit hasty there. A little bit. Later, my mom came home and co-signed, saying that I'm really young and my boyfriend and I's years are nothing compared to the two people in their 30s that are looking for the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I love it when you groan. <laughs> Just, My nah. boyfriend's parents don't care that he's still with me, but his brother is telling him he needs to break up with me. So this is where it gets weird for me. Yeah, right. We've already spoken for hours about this the past few weeks and decided not to break up because his brother and my family want us to. We're planning on moving in together. We were together first, so why should I end things because my sister and brother are now quote-unquote serious? My family is all bullying me and ganging up on me every day saying I'm selfish and that in a few years time I'll look back after dating different guys and I'll see how big of an a-hole I am. My sister is saying that she and his brother want to start a family and a life together and I'm 21 and not interested in having a serious family and relationship and I'm robbing her of her chance because she doesn't have forever and she found the one and I'm too young to know what I truly want. But am I? So there's... Okay... To break this down, there are multiple levels here that is wrong with this, yeah, which is why right. we needed to get into such detail. Because before we go any further, though, Adam says cool sweater. Oh yeah, yeah definitely yeah. referring Woo. to you without a doubt. Well, you know, yeah, that that's that's got to be Hawk, I'm assuming that, yes. that is yes, without yes. a doubt. Yeah, our Jersey aficionado. Exactly, <laughs> but hockey rain man. So okay, pretty much. We all do. We all have siblings here in the room. Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. That makes this a lot easier. It okay. does. Have any of your siblings ever looked at you while you were dating somebody and said, hey, you probably shouldn't date them anymore? No. no my siblings don't really care about me. So, <laughs> But I'm just... <laughs> That's also fairly right. accurate. But have any, of your, have any of them said, hey, you shouldn't date that person anymore? We've never really... Our romantic lives have never entangled. Like, there's a possibility that me and my brother have dated some of the same people oh, I mean, by the, some yeah, sort of facet. Probably, but no, and so, I mean, so the answer is no. <laughs> no. You know, and so, I mean, I'm not going to look at my brother 
who I have an older brother. I don't know. I mean, I know yours is younger. Yep. Yours. I have one who's way older and then a couple who were a few years younger. Okay. So I wouldn't go to my brother and be like, hey, you shouldn't date her anymore unless I can see that it's not a good relationship. Like he's being blindsided or being taken, you know, kind of thing. Like, if I notice it's a toxic relationship where there's something bad happening, then yes, I would step well, that's, in. That's supposed to be what you right. do, you right. know, as that's a friend or as a family member that cares exactly. about Exactly. Somebody that cares about another yeah. human being. Their well-being. Exactly. But as far as, like, because I want to date their sister. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. no, that's not. Like, I already <laughs> don't like the idea that you're trying to tell your siblings who they can date. When it comes to, you got to break up with your with your significant other because I want to date their sibling. No, not cool at all. All right, first of all, let's just get this. You uh, get get after that point. The the big the big point of controversy here is the sibling dating thing. Okay, let's just let's right. get this off of the table. Okay, is it cool to date siblings? I don't see why not. Like, you know, is I mean, it, is can it... We, can we... Clarify more, that? Can we can that a little, <laughs> little better? Yeah, no, uh, you know, like in, in those weird movies. Uh, no. Yeah, uh, like, no. No, no, I no. mean, <laughs> is, it, is it okay to date, like, your... For your sibling to date your significant other's siblings? Right. Is that okay? Is it okay to have non-blood relation... Is it okay for your sibling to date your spouse's Sign- significant yes, other sibling? Or whatever, yes. Yes. Yeah. That's perfectly fine. Is there anything wrong with that? There's nothing taboo. wrong with that. Is there, you know? Shouldn't be. I could see where it could potentially make something a little weird, but it shouldn't be that big of a deal. There's no blood. Right. There's no blood here. They're not no. actually related. It's not like you're dating your cousin. I mean... Yeah, Nathan Jay says the 30-year-old couples are hitting that panic button for sure oh, dude. and are prioritizing them ahead of the other siblings. Naja's totally right here. Yes. They're at that, like, well, they're sitting there talking about how there's a timeline and this is going to happen. The biological clock is clicking. Oh, it's, it, <laughs> being, being at that point, yeah, like, it's understandable. And you know what? I would agree with the eyes that, like, the or the aspect that when you're that age, you do have more of an idea of what you're looking for. You do have an idea that you're looking for something more serious but when somebody's already in what they appear or what they think is a serious relationship yeah you don't get a right to tell them no yeah you'll you'll get you'll get to force them to break off their relationship you can't be like you're 20 years old you don't know what you don't know what you about. want now break up you with can, that person now you can think that right. and you might even be right <laughs> but, but you, you don't can't, get to say But it. you don't get to tell somebody. No. No, and I mean, like, the way I look at it, too, like, obviously I know that my wife and I, we are in a a very specific category. Like, well, the, yes. You know, I, I, I get that. You're because, in the weird, like, hey, we found each other and this is it. Right, because, I mean, <laughs> I've been dating or been together with my wife anyway since I was 14. Right. Okay, so I know that I'm, like, the outlier in the whole situation, yeah, and that makes perfect sense, but... I still remember as well when, you know, I remember going to my mom and dad and telling them, hey, I'm going to propose to Sarah. And I think I was 19 at the time. Yeah. Like 18, 19 years old. And they went, um. I don't think so. That's not a great idea. And I distinctly remember, like, telling them that. And then them, or them saying, that's probably not a great idea. And at the time, anyway, I looked at him and said, you can either be on board with me. Or not, but that's this is happening either way. Well, it's that large F U situation because 
age does a weird thing. It jades it, us all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we all become very jaded on this. Right. The older you get, the more your perspective becomes. So you realize the pitfalls, but you aren't in it because you're not that person. You right. lose that empathy. Uh, yeah, when I look at 20-year-old couples, you know, and I'm talking about, like, they're actually 20, right. know, 21, yeah. Yeah. whatever. 19, 20, 21. Yeah, yeah, and that, that age range. And they're like, I'm in love. We're going to be together forever. I'm like, mm, probably not. Right. But, you know, I still support them. I still right. sit there and go, like, well, I hope that because that's what they want. That's how they feel. I'm not going to – like, I believe 100% that that's their intentions. I believe that they completely and utterly love each other. That's absolutely true. There's a lot of changes that go <laughs> on then. Well, and that's the thing, too, is, I mean, if you talk to anybody and you say, are you the same person now, like, say you're 30 now, are you the same person now that you were when you were 19? If they say yes – then they haven't grown. That's a problem. That's the <laughs> yeah, problem. Right. Like, y you need time, and you're still developing as a person, and those things can change who you are dramatically, and there's no question there. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that at 19 or 20 that you're not sitting there going, this is it. I know it is. There's no question in my mind. If that's how they feel, let them go ahead. Like, that's none of anybody else's goddamn business. And right. so the age thing doesn't matter. The other portion of it is, and I don't want to say that, like, you can't fall in love too fast. You know, some people do. They know it, right it away, and it can happen. But, like, I look at the 20-year-old couple and go, like, you've been together for a year, and you're already having all these big plans, and that makes me shudder. To think that it they're seems, siblings. It seems very quick. Yes. To think that their siblings are dating yeah, I get it. They're 30 years old or whatever. But at the same time, you have that jaded perspective. I have that jaded perspective. If I meet somebody and, like, we're two months in and we're like, we're going to, yeah, we might have, like, the same ideals, but I'm waiting for those wheels to fall off. Well, That's experience, that, but two, bud. Yeah, two months in, you, yeah. you barely know what each other even likes yet. Right. Like, yeah. you, you mean to tell me at two months – in that you could look at somebody and go, you know what? If I had an issue with, you know, them leaving their clothes out of the hamper, and I told them, hey, you should probably put your clothes back in the, in the hamper. hamper. Yeah. That that conversation is going to go well. Like you know that already after two months of just, you know, going on casual dates. Right. I don't believe you. <laughs> no, no, because you don't know. It's just it's too. Well, and two months in, like, how many relationships? Two months in, are you still in basically what we call the honeymoon phase of like everything is fine and gravy, and this one little thing, it is what it is. But that's what makes me love him more because he's just that those little quirky little quirks. Things. Yeah, let me, yeah. let me tell you. I uh, did I ever tell you about my one month thing? No. I I give dating a month. Okay. I give dating a month. If you make it past the one month thing, that's good. That means you didn't have enough like annoyances for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a little like number clicker in my hand uh, after one month. Yeah, it's just like up, 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 up. She chews with her mouth open. That's right. not good. That's, that's two a, clicks. Kind of the wrong. Uh, oh, that's a real bad one right there. Oh, you kind of dressed like a trap today. Right. You say <laughs> you say K way too much. I can't uh, handle that. K. 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 Ah. Click, click, click. No, you're done. <laughs> you're I'm done. over this. You're done. Uh, you just you burped louder than I could have ever burped in my life. Negative two clicks. That's no, amazing. Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you're but, that confident already? Right on. <laughs> okay, we'll take that. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's 
way too it's just way too too soon to be making those inferences and i want to go back to the idea that like just because there shouldn't be a you have to do this right and where people get weirded out though is because they see that as family right so like i i would hesitate like so so my brother's a married man right yes he has a very beautiful wife good for i'm him. sure if she has a sibling that she would be a very very beautiful sibling right potential i don't know potential it had potential yes, I, so. I think she's the only child so well <laughs> you, you think i know more about my brother's <laughs> wife <laughs> He doesn't care that much about his family, let's be honest. She, married, actually know. she married my brother, and they're doing fine. Yeah, I don't know. They're doing all right. That's all I need. Right. I've met her like three times. So. I see pictures on Instagram, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're doing good. No, no, you know, she's nice. I know, I know she's good for my brother. That's all I care about, Exactly. Right? At the but, end of the day, is he smiling every day? Oh, dude, definitely. Then there you go. They look good together, and she's taller than him, and it makes me laugh. Well, I mean, I, the odds of him finding a woman shorter than him would have been a little tougher anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but the... the go to the circus <laughs> <laughs> uh, i can't i can't date a girl shorter taller than me well let's see here's the uh, thing. well you got here's you got problem. midgets right. that's what you got left here's the thing bud you can get a black eye from a doorknob <laughs> <laughs> but it, seriously it's it's one of those things where like if she had a good looking sibling i i and you got along with them or whatever i, I couldn't do it'd be weird for me I, I will okay. say that. It would be weird for me. I couldn't do it. However, if somebody else were to take that step, I can totally see that. I'm not family-oriented, so I don't have these sort of lines. But if you are, like, a family person, it kind of rings up really well. I mean, you're all going to go to the same family parties and get-togethers all right. the time, right? It's going to make Christmas a lot easier for all parties involved. Yeah. Keeping track of families would be so much <laughs> easier. Right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's still times my wife will be like, yeah, well, our cousin this. And I'm like, you know, it, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> huh? You have more than the family I've met. What? <laughs> My dad will be like, "Hey, your cousin sent this," and I'll be like, "Who?" Yeah. I have cousins. <laughs> cousins. I don't know most of the cousins in my own family. Yeah, so. no, I mean, that's... in my like, you know, relatively close family. So, you know, I'll have to look at my dad and be like, you know, this is the one redheaded guy that's in our family, and he's just like, you mean Uncle Bob? And I'm like, yeah, that guy. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you have uncles that did this? You mean the one uncle that's this? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. What about him? Nothing. I was just making sure you actually had a family member that had it because I can't remember where I heard it. <laughs> but yeah, you go through it and um, you don't listen. There's a lot of pluses that are there. I can understand it. I don't think it's necessarily weird. I guess some people see it taboo in the eyes that like it's too close to being family. You know, I I can see where if things... you're supposed to look at them as family, right? Like if you know, okay. If Sarah's, say, one of Sarah's siblings, sure. and say I had another sibling. Yes. And I was like, hey, you know, your brother or sister should go out with my brother or sister. I think they would get along or whatever. I could see where that would be like, uh, that's kind of strange, isn't it? Doesn't that feel a little weird? Like, because we have an already established relationship and everything, I could see where that might feel a little yeah. strange. But at the same time, if they... But if they click... Then right. who am I to get in the way of that? Right, right exactly. The only place right. I see there being an issue, really, ultimately, is 
if at some point one of the two relationships doesn't work out, then oh, that, that just family makes family Christmas and get-togethers really awkward for all parties involved. And that's, right. that's and honestly could affect the other relationship that survives. It no, could. And that's my big argument against it. Like, that's, that's one of the largest reasons yeah. why I would look at it and go, don't do this, is because if things go wrong, it's yeah. like a permanent blight or, I mean, it could be, there's the... The negatives that could possibly happen. Well, what about this? Because if we're talking, I mean, obviously this is not siblings, but it's right. families and all that other stuff. I know you know exactly I know where, where you're headed going. because this is the one that creeps me out. I, I this seems really strange, but say there's a couple that's dating. Okay, yes. say they're like 19, 20, whatever. And they're dating and they've had a good relationship. It's been going on for, you know, a year, two years, something like that. They're talking about things that are getting pretty serious. And then and they find out that their are parents dating. are dating. And then their parents end up getting married. Yeah. Now, technically, you are dating your stepbrother or stepsister. That's creepy. And that, I would say, is wrong um, on the parents' perspective. Right. Because you shouldn't put yourself in the way, even though, you know, the old, mature, whatever. Right, like, yeah. I had uh, I had this kind of, like, be proposed to me once. Oh, boy. Yeah, with my serious girlfriend of four years. Oh, no. Like, we were three years in, and her mom ba- recently became divorced, <laughs> and my dad. We should <laughs> oh, oh, God. No. She proposes to me, and I looked at her, I'm like, how do you not see this as wrong? She goes, well, your dad's a really great guy. My mom's a really great woman. I feel like they'd hit it off. And I'm like, I do, too. And I yeah. also don't want to be, uh, you know, right. having sex with my step-sibling. Like, right. that's. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that just feels like that's, that's kind of weird at some point. Right. I mean, even if, if we well, we didn't work it out, but then at that point in time, I'd be like, yeah, I boned my stepsister before. Like, right. that happened. Yeah. <laughs> you go to get married and, like, what side are you on? Are you on the brooms or the groom side or the bride side? Well, both. Both? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Can we just have seats in the middle? <laughs> yeah, the aisle way is actually you go around. You go around yeah. the people. That's how that works. Um, that just, oh. No. But, by the That's same logic, though. Same um, logic. Who works. are we to get in the way? If it works, it works, and it happens, and I'm sure it happens. Oh, dude. all over the place. Definitely, but I think the difference between there is like you and a sibling are on equal footing, right? Typically, typically, yeah. yes, you yeah. should be. I mean, you might not be the same in your parents' eyes. <laughs> right. Someone's the number one son. I don't see two LeBarons, Freddie. Um, <laughs> you know, but your parent is the position of authority. Right. They're the supposed to be the knowledgeable one. They're the ones that are supposed to look out for your best interest. So for them to do that, it's different. Also, your brother having getting married, there's no real legal ramifications when it does actually become now that is your stepsister that you're marrying or you're with. It's a lot stranger. It definitely is, and I wonder if there's states that actually have laws against it. I mean, sister, I don't think there are. I don't. I'll look that up during the break because yeah. I'm curious to see if there actually are. Most states just have incest laws, well, so yeah, as long as there exactly. isn't like a bloodline thing. Yeah, I yeah. think it's like two generational or something like that. I know, it depends on the state. Some states don't have that law. <laughs> <laughs> that's also true. Yeah. <laughs> the, it's, that's, uh, that's weird. <laughs> very very clear cut uh, genealogy <laughs> tests. Yeah. What's the hierarchy of uh, people in West Virginia? Well, it goes up to like two. <laughs> 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 extends from two families. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's it's kind of a weird thing. Now, going forward, just, just so we can wrap up this topic. Yeah. One, don't think it's wrong that both of them date. So it's a non-issue in itself, right? Right. I don't yeah. think it's a big deal. 
No, it's not. Both of them should be able to date. It is what it is. And then when it gets down to the end of it, <coughs> hey, hope for the best for both relationships. Right. Yeah. Now, exactly. The parents and the family trying to force the one th- relationship apart because they think the other one has a better chance of succeeding. For whatever reason, that's not cool. If we've learned anything in the random topics we've covered, when re- when parents get involved in a relationship relationship of children that you know they try to dictate in a how romantic it goes. relationship, right? If they try to dictate how it goes, it doesn't go well. It normally doesn't work out well. No, you just you can't tell people what to do, and it's a right. non-issue. You got to get off that high horse and. Like, honestly, to both couples, slow your roll, okay? Right. The couple that's it's been, been to- two months, guys. The couple that's been together for a year, yeah, go ahead. Get that apartment together. That'll be the next stage of your relationship. You're yeah. moving at a decent pace. The, the, we've been together two months, and we're already planning out the wedding and the kids and all of that. Like, Man, you we already have desperate. a plan for a future together. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, you, that you clock sound, is ticking. Right, you tick, sound tick, tick. really desperate. <laughs> Yeah, that's got that's a recipe for success because you guys are certainly more mature, right? Yeah, because you have a foundational relationship based on friendship. Sure, you <laughs> betcha. A foundational relationship of fear of getting old and alone. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, those relationships never uh, turn out badly at all. Never. No, no. So we're gonna go ahead and take a break here. Uh, when we get back, we've got. We've got a roommate that's boning some guy's sister, that's and I right. really want to talk about <laughs> that. So stick around. You're listening open for discussion at SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this. Tattoos are more than art. They tell a story, your story. And Beyond the Chair Tattoo Studio in Shelby Township understands that. Whether it's your first tattoo or your 10th, a touch-up or a cover-up, Beyond the Chair is here to help you express yourself. And their five-star rating shows they've got the skill to do that better than anyone else. Beyond the Chair also offers body piercing. You can walk right in or set up an appointment. Give their artist a call at 586-799-7293. Beyond the Chair is located on Van Dyke Avenue, just south of 21 Mile in Shelby Township. Ah, it's barbecue season, setting up the grill, gathering up seasonings, meat, buns, plates, stuff to go with the plates, charcoal, starter food, bug spray, tongs, spatula, more bug spray. By the time you have all the things you need, it stops being fun and feels more like work. I'm hungry! Let Woodchip's Real American Barbecue do all the work for you. Delicious smoked meats, handmade sides, refreshing handcrafted cocktails. All that's left is the fun. Come into Woodchip's Real American Barbecue located in beautiful downtown Lapeer, or let us cater your event. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Hey everybody, this is the hitman Brett Fortney. And I'm Todd Gilbert. Join us every Wednesday night exclusively on Solid State Radio for Hanging with the Hitman. Every week we'll be discussing music, movies, pop culture, current events, basically anything that's going on or anything that comes to mind. So turn it up, come hang with us. There's no better place to hang than with the hitman. Available exclusively on SolidStateRadio.net or the Solid State Radio app. Available on all Android and iOS devices. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, 
Our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. Uncle Salem here. Join me every Saturday on SolidStateRadio.net and every Thursday on Spock Rock Radio for Blank Generation. Punk, metal, weirdness, and all kinds of mayhem. See you there, 6 p.m. Saturday. When you want to unwind, Cascadden Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascadens Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascadens Lounge. This February, 7-Eleven Entertainment and Flint Local 432 are teaming up to bring you live local original music with a side of social distancing. It's Live from the Local, a weekly live stream performance from Factory 2 in downtown Flint, streamed live every Saturday night from the Live from the Local YouTube channel. Tune in Saturday nights this February for live performances from Attaboy, The Class of 7-Eleven, and Slumlord Radio. Get more info at facebook.com slash live from the local. And it's brought to you by Factory 2, Flint Local 432, and 7-Eleven Entertainment. Hey, it's the Goat Boy from Open for Discussion, a show where we give the best and worst unsolicited advice. Every week, we ask our audience questions and scour the internet for funny, relatable, and thought-provoking advice that we break down. Ever wanted to know if you're the a-hole in a situation? We got you covered. Join Gator, Rose, and I every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. for witty banter, insightful conversation, and a general hodgepodge of a good time. Only on SolidStateRadio.net. If you like live music, and I mean really like live music, then you'll like Corona Road Bar in Flint. The CRB has featured live rock for decades with no plans on slowing down. Great drink prices and a warm atmosphere will give you the best live music experience. You'll find the CRB at 3110 Corona Road in Flint. Here's what's going on this weekend at Corona Road Bar. The CRB will reopen the third weekend of January with live music every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Keep up to date on upcoming events at Facebook.com slash Corona Road Bar. to open for discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. And as I promised, we have a topic about a roommate that is mm, doing a guy's sister. Well, quarantine does weird things to people, and, doesn't and it? And that's it. And it's this is probably going to be a quick hit topic just because there's really not much detail. It is a straightforward thing. Like, I read it and I went, uh... Okay, this is funny. We have to we have to talk about it because the title of the topic is legitimately "Roommate F My Sister." Okay, and so <laughs> anyone listening at home as well, um, if you are listening, whether it be on the Facebook, Solid State Radio app, Solid State website, wherever it may be that you're listening, you can call and share your opinion as well because that would be fun. Yeah. It's eight one zero three five six four eight three nine. 
So it's a 21-year-old guy here, and he goes, I live with my friend and my sister. We've been in isolation together since Boxing Day. That means they're in Canada. That's right. <laughs> I was out for a smoke late last night when I heard my sister and my other roommate doing the dirty. Oh. oh. No one wants to hear your sister doing you that. You go out there, you're taking that relaxing smoke, you get that nicotine that hits, and you're just that, that moment of zen, and you're like, you know that first hit? That, oh. And especially being out in the cold, you're hearing, oh, yeah. you're seeing your breath along with the smoke, and, and it feels like it's just scenic. a train. And yeah. You're just, yes. And you're just—it's that that moment, that moment of zen, and then you hear, ah, <laughs> and you're like, oh no. All right, I'm going back inside. You're like, though. oh, is that is that a neighbor? Oh, is one of our neighbors doing? That sounds really close. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, oh no, I haven't talked to them about it yet, and I don't really want to. Then don't. don't. Not going to lie, it kind of stung a little bit, and I don't know why. One part of me sees that they've been happy together in isolation, but another part of me kind of wants to kick his ass. <laughs> well, is he a good guy? Um, yes, he's his friend, so I don't have any reason to be mad. I know whatever goes on is entirely their decision, and I should leave my paws out of it. So you've already answered your own question right, there. Cool, already moving there. on. <laughs> but they're also both the stubborn. Sean, the ender of all topics. Right. <laughs> That's that. Let's have a wrap. Well, he basically... Let's uh, just do this. This is done. Well, Congratulations, you've succeeded in figuring things out. Why are you asking us? What's the next it, topic that I could shoot down in two seconds? Right. In all fairness, he basically undercuts his whole argument for like, okay, so basically, I have no reason to be pissed at this. Okay, so great, move on. <laughs> like, well, so you get over it. Like, you, you clearly know, like. When my ex left me, there was really no reason to be sad. Life was gonna get better. It, it just, just wasn't stopped. gonna work. It just yeah. stopped. It just stopped. I, but I couldn't help but be sad. <laughs> Human nature. But yeah, but at the same point in time, like I know that I shouldn't bring it up to him, and I'm probably not going to. Okay, good. You shouldn't. Well, it's still, really not. That doesn't, that doesn't mean like, you have to figure out how to learn with the fact that you're staying in a house where your best friend and your sister are banging. Yeah, there's. I think. I think there's a difference here. Like, you but guys want eggs? <laughs> <laughs> there, but I mean, it, would yeah. it be any different if you know he if he had moved in and the two of them were already in a relationship and he's moving into the house? That would be way different. Be, yeah. What are you gonna do? That you would look be... at your buddy. High five, bud. You went real long that time. Right. Like. Ah. Uh, ah. <laughs> uh, no. I. I. Ooh. Yeah, right? But they're also both stubborn, like the stubborn type, and I don't see it ending well. And this is drawing your own inferences on other people's personalities and relationships. And okay. I do think there there are some things to keep in mind here. Okay. This is one draft I'm making here, so I guess I'm just not sure if my spider sense is tingling because, one, I can see it turning into a train wreck. Two, my brotherly instincts are in the way. And three, I can't get the sound out of my head. Hey. And so, okay, so here's the thing. You say don't bring it up. I say you do bring it up to a certain extent. You don't have to bring it up in, like, the brotherly, like, hey, what are you doing to my sister, you jackwagon? Uh, no, but, you know, when you hear your roommate bang and you don't want to hear your roommate bang anymore because that's just not a fun sound to hear. Right. Yeah. Especially when you know who your roommate's banging right. and you don't want to hear that whatsoever. Well, I mean, That's fair. Well, and not only that, but, you know, 
if, if he were to move in and say they were dating and yes. they, they were dating before he moved in, like that would be an expectation. Like, sure. You would walk in and that's what would be going on. You'd be like, oh, crap, I got to deal with this. But it, that, I'm choosing to deal with this. That's And that's only, though, if you moved into their situation. Right. If everybody moved in together, there has to be a level of common respect. Yeah. And I think. I mean, yeah. just ground like, rules have to be set. Well, I think in any living situation, you should not hear the people that you're living with bang. You, you know, you would hope not. It happens. It does happen. It happens. I've it lived does. with enough people to know that yes, this happens. It does happen. But you hope not to hear like a banshee. You know, right? <laughs> maybe you hear a bedrock every now and then, or yeah. something like that. But little, little golf claps. You're, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. Uh, yes. Yeah. The, yeah. You're not. You're not completely oblivious. You know that it's happening, and it is what it is. But like, you hope not to have like a daily occurrence of this. And so, in this situation, it does. But. The other portion of this is they're on isolation. Right. They can't go anywhere. Right. No, they can't see other people. They're not seeing other people. They're not dating other people. It creates a very weird thing. Like him going, I see this being a train wreck, he might actually have a point because they might be in a relationship out of uh, necessity. necessity, circumstance, however yeah. you want to look at it. Circumstantial relationship. Yeah. I don't think it's necessity to bank, but, you know. You never know. Well, you never know. Is. No, I do know, okay? <laughs> I do know. <laughs> some people have to have it. Yeah. yeah it's no. a requirement. It is day not a requirement. Living. It is not a requirement because I've gone without for long enough, okay? <laughs> Maybe for you it's not yeah, a requirement. For you it's not a requirement. <laughs> no, right. no. Different people need different things, goat. There are things you could do to take care of that on your own. <clears throat> Yeah, but why do that when I can have the alternative? <laughs> why do that when I can bang your sister? <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. No, she's up for it, bro. Leave me alone. <laughs> it isn't your place to sit there and get involved with this, regardless. No. The only way it's possible, and the only reason you should, is like we've discussed before. If you see it being toxic and being negative because somebody is being hurt, yes, and it's not good, then you can step in. But if it's just simply. You want to get involved in it because it's your sister and your best friend, but everything is going fine. They're grown freaking adults. Even if you have the inference that it's going to end poorly, right? You right. don't get the right to say anything. No. Because they're consenting adults. Yeah. They can choose to do what they want. And technically speaking, they can choose to do it as loud as they want. Yes, they can, but that's just common courtesy. Right. That's a common I mean, courtesy thing. Well, and that's the I think that's the only way you really get involved is you can go to them and be <laughs> like, hey, I know what's going on, and that is what it is. I'm working through that on my own, but... I'd really appreciate not having vivid imagery and sounds stuck in my head. Right. Like, you don't need to yell these words. Like, I know what those mean, and I don't want to know. Maybe put padding behind the headboard. Or, you know, when I have to go outside and do chores or something, then take advantage. I don't yes. care. Well, wasn't he, didn't you say he was outside when you heard them doing it? <laughs> Which is part of the reason why I think she's going nuts. Well, they had to open up the window, otherwise it'd get all steamy in there. <laughs> uh, uh, Why are the windows so foggy on your room? I don't know, bro. <laughs> uh, hot boxing. Right. <laughs> you didn't invite me? You don't want any of this stuff, Ricky Dobby. <laughs> But it's, yeah, like, you, you do have to bring that up because you should not be forced to live because you're in isolation, too. It's already right. hell. You don't need 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> to, to hear right. that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to hear golf claps when golf's not on TV. No. Right. No. I'll, <laughs> Yeah, I'll totally fully give you the okay. Maybe you gotta say something about the, uh, the 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 loud sex noises and all that. But as far as the the two of them being, you know, hooking up, being together, whatever the hell they're going to be, yeah, that's really not really your place to interfere with that in that no, sense. That is what it is. It's They've like it's not really decision. your place to tell them like they're grown adults. They'll make those decisions. I mean, if you have a particular reason for you know to to bring something up, like you said, if there's a toxic thing that building there that's you know manifesting itself in bad ways then okay then sure bring right. it up otherwise let them do what they're gonna do just tell them to have a little bit of courtesy about when they're doing it yeah that's, yeah. that's it it's a courtesy put a sock call. on the door put a hat on the door something like that just to you know invest in a ball gag i don't care just <laughs> something where you're not hearing like we're experimenting with choking how's it going are you you don't know no and it's going really it's going well, well, well. Yeah. <laughs> it's awful. i mean do it safely consent's a big deal <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is there. Like, it, they can do whatever they want. I'm not yep. trying to tell you to get in on the brotherly thing. That's something you're just going to have to deal with on your own thing and work through it. Dude, but, what a crummy situation, though. Oh, well, yeah, you're stuck there. Right. right. You know, and you talk about needs, right? Both their needs get to be fulfilled, but you don't get an option in that. Dude, all I think about is, like, the Key and Peel skit where the guy's going to buy a mattress. Have you seen that <sighs> no, one? Or, oh, haven't. my gosh. Anybody that's seen it, you know exactly. It's a guy who lives alone in an apartment, but it's like a crappy apartment. And so his neighbor is one that just goes to town. And so he's like, <laughs> he see one scene, he's like laying in bed, and it looks like he's like in the fetal position crying because all he can hear is his neighbor. Dude, when, when, we, were in, when we were in college, yeah, uh, we lived, uh, like me, me and my roommate afterwards lived in a, uh, an apartment, and there was an apartment complex that was right next to it. Yeah. Somebody would have their windows open in the summertime, and On I'd have purpose. my oh, dude, my windows <laughs> would be closed, and you could just—it sounded like a murder scene, dude. Oh, no. She was just screaming. It was like a ghost, oh, a banshee. <laughs> it was the craziest thing I've ever experienced in my life, and I'm just sitting there like I'm trying to sleep. Like this is my windows closed. I have white noise on. Oh, God, to try to drown this out. I can hear you through a fan and the window. I'm trying so hard. <laughs> like, buddy, I'm happy for you, but right. geez, oh, Pete's best in a ball gag. Put a pillow over her face or something. something. I don't know. Oh, my God. Yeah, tell her, shh, quiet. Shh. You're waking the neighbors. You're waking the city. The right. whole town of Mount Pleasant can hear you right now. Right. <laughs> I mean, oh, like man. echoed but yeah so anyway in this in this case just it is what it is just you, talk about common to. courtesy right yeah. i mean just ask him basically just ask him hey um i you guys do what you do but i just don't want to hear it and invest in noise canceling headphones right. that's the only other thing that you obviously can do. i mean well not obviously but maybe you're a gamer yeah, maybe. If you're not, it's a really good hobby to pick up right now. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, talk with some other people, and not only that, but that's a good reason to buy a nice pair of headphones. headphones the nice ones that noise cancel. Right. Like, if you, you spend less anything. than $100, you didn't buy the good ones. Oh, but, you know, that could create another situation that could almost be worse. You know, you get to the done with your game, you wrap up your game, you take off the headphones, and then immediately <laughs> it's, it's just like, hear. ah! And you're like, oh, no, no! 
Yeah, we're back in for another round, boys. <laughs> Guys, we got we got to play another one. Ah, oh, man, but I got to go to bed. I got. I don't care. Help I, me I, out. No, Help me out. We're playing another one. Sacrifice are, for me. <laughs> yes, I have to have this. <laughs> I need help. Well, it's also really weird. Like, why is there always screaming on your mic? Like, I don't, I don't understand. My Shut room, up. My roommate likes horror movies. Yeah, Leave me that's, alone. Uh, so it's a real horror movie for me. Right. <laughs> Somebody's getting split in half. So. <laughs> 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 oh, no. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> that was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's, let's, okay, let's get off of siblings banging for right. a little bit. Yeah. And then. Let's take a break from this. Let's take a break from that. We are going to continue on with siblings, though. Oh, Because that naturally. seems to be the topic. Yeah. Um, but this one's kind of interesting. It's, uh, you know, the 23 and Me sensation? Yes. I actually know, know quite well about this. So, yes, let's go. Okay. This is fun stuff. So, a stranger on 23 and Me is my half sibling. Stranger on. So oh, this is oh. this is happening frequently. So yes. a lot of times people have siblings out there that they're unaware of or whatever. And in yes. the past, like say you're a dude, you you and a lady got together, and there was an accident <laughs> that happened, right? Right. And either you didn't yeah. do the dad thing, or she didn't tell you. Which either of those things are a possibility. This is this is when parents are allowed to get involved in their children's <laughs> relationships and say, "No, <laughs> you're not allowed to do this." I mean, these so these this sort of situation happens though. It happened in the past, but then there was no way of ever really finding that out. Like that was just kind of a hey done oh, unless oh, somebody was, asked questions. There was a way. It's just you had to wait nine months. Eh, well, but no, I mean like potentially, so, <laughs> potentially, potentially. But like if you're like so, so you say you did the one night stand thing, right? Uh huh. And you never, they didn't catch each other's names very well. There was no real contact <laughs> Go to with each other. Family dinner at Christmas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? This is my daughter. What? <laughs> I mean, but you know, someone gets pregnant and they don't have a way to contact the dad. It's just done. Okay. Right? Like, yeah, that's just, happened. That's yeah. a past thing. Yeah, Or, happens. you know, it's a situation where people got together and they didn't really think it was going to work, and the mom just kind of takes it on her own and goes off and doesn't yeah. tell the dad. That's a possibility. Or you're the guy and you just go, ah, kids, I'm not dealing with that. We're going to move to North Dakota. Yeah, you could be, <laughs> yeah, you could be the dad in Fight Club setting up franchises. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and, and then you wouldn't know about that until, like, way later on in life if the kid decided to really investigate right yep. if that if that happens no, you know, no depending I, on that. so yes. that was a situation that would never go it would it would always go uncovered uh -huh. but in this case now we have these genetic tests and it pops up all over the place where yeah. these situations are really becoming, uh, you know, they're coming to light. <laughs> Can you imagine being like the dad that did that and everything's been fine for the last 15 years because you've kept it all secret or whatever. And sure. then like your kid puts in 23 me and goes, why do I have like eight half siblings, dad? Well, you see. And then the mom looks at, yeah, why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh. So, anyway, so this, so this in this case, we've got a while back, I got a 23andMe testing kit just to view my ancestry. And when I got the results, I saw that I had a close, I had one close relative that was predicted to be my half-sibling. I didn't think much of it at first because I thought it would probably end up being like a first cousin or some other relative. Yeah. Okay, turns out we had enough shared DNA that it was 100% certain that this person was either my grandparent, 
aunt, uncle, niece, or nephew, grandchild, or half-sibling. The half-sibling and I are both young adults, so obviously they can't be my grandparent or grandchild. Okay. They also can't be my niece and nephew since my siblings never had kids. Okay. <laughs> Lastly, I know all my uncles and aunts, so they aren't my uncle or aunt on either side. Okay. So I'm left with one last possibility. Half-sibling. Right. Right. I messaged them on 23andMe a while back, but they never responded because they haven't logged into their account in months, the app tells you. Right. So I ended up finding one of their social media accounts, and I'm contemplating messaging them, but I'm not sure whether I should or not. I don't want to come off in the wrong way or as intrusive. So should I message the person? What do you do? I, I actually, believe it or not... And this is strange because I know that for you guys at home that don't know, a lot of the topics we get, we, we scour the internet or we talk to friends and families and things like that. But we, we pull, you know, some of them from Reddit. And, yeah. you know, Reddit is a really good thing for that. It's also a pain in the butt, but it is what it is. And I'm guessing that this is coming from Reddit, yes. correct? Okay. Here's the strange thing. I have a friend uh-huh. that did the ancestry thing. Mm-hmm. And the exact same situation has happened. <laughs> exact. The only yeah. difference being that he found out that his siblings are his half-siblings. Okay. That's interesting. Right. That's real interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know how that happens. Right. That opens up a real weird can of worms. It's mm-hmm. crazy. And so he's also found out that he has a bunch of other half-siblings out sure. there as well and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But so, yeah, <laughs> it brings up a lot of questions. In in that situation, particularly, depending on how old said half-siblings are. Middle-aged, 30 to 40. Well, are the same age as him, though? Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, in, infidelity there. Like that's yeah, it, I mean, it, that's, that's it, pretty much what that means, right? Yeah. Right. So I mean, that that is a different situation. In that case, you kind of have to. That puts you in a weird. Do you tell mom? I know. <laughs> and I mean, he's. A, I mean, not uh, to go off of your personal, like your friends. No, situation. these are all, these are all questions, and you know, they're questions that. Um, you know, they've talked with me about as well because I mean, but are not, they they're... cool with the radio show talking about? Well, I'm not saying names, obviously. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, and just because I say he doesn't mean he or she. Right. You have no idea of people at home, so nana nana boo boo, and you'll never know because it's not my news to tell. Sure. But what I will say is that it is something that does happen, and um, the the internal strife that can oh. come from it. Um, seeing it is really remarkable. Oh, I can only imagine. And Not knowing and then finding out and knowing. It's like shots. <laughs> it's That's a weird situation. You know what? I actually want to cover that situation, if you don't mind. I want to talk about that one in particular along with this one, but we'll, we we'll have try. to take a break yes. first. So you're listening open for discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back with what do you do about these 23andMe things right, it's tough. right after this. Solid State Radio. You get over to a house. 
out, you walk over to a door, you start pounding on the door. You say, open up the door, bitches, Wolf of Goofy with the green teeth, let me in. Hey everybody, welcome back to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. I am your host, Adam the Goat Boy Luthi, and in studio with me are my, is my co-host, Gator Grant. Hi. And the station manager, Sean Cantwell. In it to win it. In it to win Always. it. Always. All the time. <laughs> so we were discussing this 23andMe debacle, and yes. it is a debacle, and it's weird. The post itself is weird, but then Gator brought up an even stranger yeah, one. Yeah, I dropped a bomb. <laughs> and I had not to take the glory from the first post, uh, so I don't know which one we really want to tackle first here. I think we'll probably tackle the post one. I will just round out the personal one anyway um with understand that um it's easy to look from the outside and say this that and the other but watching the internal struggle that can come with it is just way more than i would ever imagine oh dude it's it's a nightmare it's a nightmare situation it's the more interesting of the two to be honest it it definitely is and but the thing obviously um i have not talked with this person to be like hey can i do this yeah Um, which is kind of why yeah that's why i'm leaving it as vague as i can person yeah Um, you know what let's just do that exactly and so you know if circumstances change or whatever then obviously we can readdress but i will say that it brings up a lot and makes you question a lot of things and at the end of the day you have to know what you know and you have to look at your life and know where you like how you got to where you are and that's what you hold on to it uh, yes i mean you have to take a look at where you're at and how you got there and what you consider to be real and you know that sort of thing because this has the implications of forever changing your relationships it can Depending on the situation. Right. Uh, You know, going forward with the post here. um, Yes. In this situation, it doesn't necessarily, I mean, it it might have the implications of changing things. It's not detailed enough to where this person's saying like, hey, these people are the same. Well, they are the same age. They are similar of age, but you don't necessarily know how that came across. Like, you don't know if this person's parents are still together. You don't know if their parents were, uh, you know, he was shotgun wedding. He was a baby because, you know, things happened. Right. It, it, yeah. It's, it's, there's a lot of different factors that can get involved here. Now, where it gets interesting is the idea of in, infidelity. Right. And yeah. I will say Chad also says, go wings, nice Jersey goat. You're getting some props on the on the sweater today. You know, maybe I'll wear more of my sweaters. Right? I got a bunch of them. <laughs> Dude, I'll wear mine next week. <laughs> okay, all we'll, right. We'll we'll uh, we'll red wing it up next week. Okay, yeah. I'll... Do you want to do you want to bring out like the grind line? Because that's all I can rock. I I do have one. I know. So yeah, I'll, I'll do that. I'll all do right, that. All right, right. Anyway, <laughs> as, as we try to discuss our outfits, right? Um, we we so... have to coordinate crap. All right. <laughs> anyway, going going into this though, you know. It, Depending on what the implications are, there's still, in my mind, there's always one thing that you have to do first before going off and contacting your half-siblings. There's one person or two people that should be contacted before any of that. Your parents? It's called mom and dad. (laughs) Bingo. Right. Or at least the the parent that's particularly... uh, Involved? Involved. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, you probably don't go to the mom who's been, you know, <laughs> cheated on with by dad first. 
Right. You don't. You don't. <laughs> that, that, now you're, you're blowing up potentially multiple relationships yeah. here. Mom may have uh, kind of fooled around a little bit, but I'm going to go talk to Dad first. What? Yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to do it like, you know, say, say, Dad, Dad wasn't exactly the most faithful uh, husband or right. whatever. And if that's the case, you can't be like, hey, Mom, it turns out I have a half-sibling. Crazy, right? Right. Yeah, I hear something that you might not have known about the guy that you've been married to for 20 years. Right. I'm going to bring up some old scars. Here we go. All right. Let's go. Oh, you guys not are... Not even old scars. Like, we're just... We're breaking some things, some life-altering information right. to you right now. <laughs> right. You yeah. guys thought your relationship was really great? <laughs> About that. Yeah. About that. Did you, did you bury some secrets in concrete? Because I got a sledgehammer. <laughs> And they say they're not old enough to have grandchildren, so we're going to guess that they're somewhere in their mid-20s to 30s. Mm. Is that fair? 30 to 40. 30 to 40. Ah, I would say. You don't know on that one. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Depending. Like, like, I wanted yes, to do safe happen. side. I was going to do safe side. But, I mean, yeah. okay, we'll say the, the oldest that they probably are are 40s then. I would say that would, would be, be 40. the oldest. 40 would be the cap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll put that there. If that's the case, their parents could be anywhere between the ages of 50 to 60 to 70 yeah depending you know it really yeah depending mm -hmm. they you know your parents could be 70 years old they could be married for 30 years right um <laughs> your parents have this 30 year marriage and you about to drop that is a bond like you know say they are happy say you have this like wonderful like that's yeah. uh that's something that's really holy crazy and I don't know, like this. That's the pro what's the right thing to do? Because at the same time, if you're older in age and you're so happy together and so on and so forth, right? Right. And maybe it was a one-time mistake, and I don't. I'm not trying to like brush things under the rug or whatever. But if you have information that can possibly change or destroy a marriage that's that long and I that know. deep. Do you? Well, and not only that, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that 23andMe or Ancestry isn't accurate because I think there's a lot of data and a lot of science that does back up a good amount of what they do. I do believe that. It's genetics, dude. It's a code. Right. <laughs> but it's all about, as well, measuring how much of that are you willing to say is 100% factual or how much of it is potentially distorted, you know, to fit whatever algorithms they have and things like that. Possibly. But there's always potential there for a little bit of fluctuation. That's not me saying that you shouldn't look at it and go, oh, there's a lot of indicators here. But <laughs> at the same time, when the guy's talking about percentages and stuff like that, his percentage was like super, super high. Right. It's not like 70% possibility. It was... Or there could be an outlier. This right. is like 100%. Which, it's hard to argue that. <laughs> and, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a very, very tricky situation because... Yeah, like I said, first you go to your parents or specifically the one parent side because you need to have that sort of thing. But mm -hmm. even then, if you find out things that you don't like, the other big portion of this is that you already have it out there. Right. That that information, once it's out and it's Once done, you open Pandora's box. You, don't, you can't, it you will can't never be close. close it. 
but it's not just your secret. It isn't like you accidentally found out one day that you have uh, a half-sibling or whatever and the other half-sibling doesn't know. No, they did 23andMe as well. As soon as they go out and check that app, They're especially after out. you message them already, but right. like... They're going to they, figure it out real quick. Well, yeah, they're going to go like, oh, wow, I have a new match of, uh, whoa. A sibling? Uh, so, yeah. What the crap? So now you've got two people that are in on your little secret here. So it's not something that you can just take to your grave. Like, they're, to unfortunately, there has to be actions that are taken here. This isn't something that you're like, I'm going to take this with me, and I'm just going to pretend I never saw it. He like think of it this yeah, way. Yeah, there's though. at least one other person that's now going to know, and assuming right. any other siblings don't get on 23andMe, assuming that sibling doesn't say anything to their siblings. Well, and right. that's the other thing. If multiple people and the family members or stuff, because it's a family tree how this works. Right, right. Exactly. So they can see all of the connections. Right. So if your uncle decided to see it, right? Poof. That's there. Right. Now the uncle sees it because they're directly related, and all of that comes up. Right. Can you imagine being a dad? That the dad, maybe you had a, another family or, you know, something like that, where you had kids with two different people. Yes. But you've kept it separated. Oh, you're talking about the double life thing? Yeah, you you know, <laughs> no. but... Oh, you, he's going real, well, real I mean, out there with but it. But, like, you know, you, you kept them separated, but you decided to stay with this one. Okay, and then the other one, there was, like, a mutual, you know, pull apart, whatever it may be. And you still knew who the kids were. The kids knew who you were, but, you know, it was never really discussed. Okay. And then all of a sudden you get on Ancestry and you find out that you have half-siblings that are through your dad. Yeah. Right. And you've never met them. You don't know anything about them. And you meet up with them and you start talking and you find out it's dad and all that. And you're like, okay, how do we talk about this? How do we get this in the open and this and that? And they go, well, let's just go to dad's together. Can you imagine? Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine oh, no. walking up there and like meeting your half brother that you never met before in front of your dad's house and going, "Ready, bro? I'm ready. Let's go." Knock, knock, knock. Hi, dad. Depending on well, depending on how disturbed you want to get with this, because this could we could take it to another level that would be even funnier oh, if we're yes. talking prank wise. Here's Save my new girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dad, this is this is my girlfriend. Her name is da 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 and then you say her last name because like maybe maybe he doesn't, you know, know yeah, maybe her he doesn't, specifically, yeah. but he'll definitely know the last name if you bring it up, right? He probably. Uh, ooh. Yeah. I'm I really like this girl. I think we're gonna get married. I think that's a sure? good idea. <laughs> you sure about that son? Maybe it's not the greatest idea. Dude, she's amazing. She's just like me. <laughs> <laughs> If only you knew. Right. It's like half the things in this world we agree on all the time. <laughs> she really reminds me a lot of you. Right. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, and that's that's if you want to take it to a prank version that's of That's if this. you want to make sure that you don't have a relationship with your like, dad going forward. Well, make it as awkward for him as possible. <laughs> right. And this leads back to, I watched a, a video not that long ago. This guy found out that he was adopted as a baby. And he was adopted, but dad never knew he existed. Yeah, that happens. Right. It happens all the time. That mom has the kid and then puts it up for adoption. Dad has no idea the kid ever existed and the kid grows up and whatnot. But so the this kid found out that Mm -hmm. he had a dad, like his biological dad was out there that never knew he existed. And the guy was like 30, 40 years old, something like that. Yeah. And so to meet his dad 
for the first time and his dad finding out that he even existed, he went dressed as Elf. Uh, yeah, no, I know what one you're talking about. <laughs> Met him at an airport. He's like, "You, I'm your son, and you never knew I existed, but now I'm here, and I love you so much." <laughs> I would have got back on that plane. Oh my gosh, as it was hilarious. Possible, I would have been gone. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, if you watch the video, obviously it turned out really well. Yeah, you know, the, it, the, the, heart, yeah. heartwarming. Stuff. It was. It was super cool, but at the same time, like watching it, it was one of those. What a way to break the ice. It's an interesting way to go because I'll tell you what, like I said, I, if I see that, I'm like, oh, I'm out of here. You're nutcase. This is this is bad. This is real bad. But at the same time, the dad may look at it and go, yeah, that one's mine. Like that's that's my sense of humor all day long. Well, the other portion of that is like we also know what Elf is. Right. I believe in that story. The dad did never seen Elf. Oh no! So imagine you show up <laughs> to the airport. Right. Yeah. You're my dad. No, I am I'm not. <laughs> I don't know where you came from, but you need to go home <laughs> where people look after you. Yes. <laughs> and white coats. Um, right. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's in this case, like there's so many different options here. I think you do have to talk to dad or we're assuming the dad, right? But well, and I mean, it's yeah, we, kind of yeah, how you have That's to. how we assume it happening anyway, but you know, at the same time, like, you may have this urge to want to, yeah. like, where you're like, no, I need to talk to him. I need to find out and this and that. Here's the question I think you need to ask yourself at the end of the day with it is, is that going to, is any part of this actually change your day to day? Does any part of this actually change your life? If it does and what you do, then yes, I understand, you know, making the phone call, walking over, driving over, whatever it may be. But if it actually doesn't, change anything about your life other than well i found out i have family but i don't know them they're not like we're blood re related but we're not family you know i mean you can just choose to let it go then right exactly it's like well that's great information but i'm not going to act on it because the family i have and the people i know i love them and they're the ones i want around me and that's it i I mean, I'm not, like, the most family-oriented person. So, for me, finding this out, it's just kind of, eh. Right. You <laughs> you would, know, I, I don't it, care. It, it would skate right over it's it. It's one of the like, things I don't right, care about. Whatever. That, yeah. I, I've never gotten in the genealogy thing just because I look at it and go, yeah, I don't talk to the family that I know. Right. Why so, do I want to add more when I don't even keep up? <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of more on the with you side on that, too. Like, I, I, we barely keep much association with, you know, a few members of our extended family outside of people that live in our damn house and in our neighborhood here. So right. that just, that seems like a, just a lot more people for me to not keep up with. Right. I mean, we recently, in my family anyway, we found out, um, you know, it's been a while now, but we were able to actually connect with uh, part of the family that we never knew who they were or anything because of... You know, my dad's dad and all this stuff. We never knew my dad's biological dad's okay, family. Yeah. And so we found them, and we were able to figure things out. We met them, and they were really cool. And it was one of those, like, wow, there's this really cool connection, you know, yeah. because we never knew them. We never sure. were given the opportunity. And so it was really cool. But at the end of the day, do I talk with any of them on a daily or monthly or yearly basis? Not really. Not because I don't like them, but just because... I don't keep up with family very much as it is. I'm a busy dude. They've got se they've got a separate life from you, and <coughs> that they've already got their own thing going it's on. It's all established. 
Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, now, I mean, unless there's some like major, like we really hit it off and have some major stuff in common and stay in touch with each other from there on out, well, oh, that's yeah. a little different thing. But for the most part, you're probably not going to have that much in common with these people, more than likely, now, that you've never met. Right. There are two other factors that go involved with that. There are the people that are so family-oriented that, like, no, they're family. Yeah, they're I have family. To, I, have I have to because they are this. family. Yeah. And there's the other portion of it where there's the the only child situation. Where, where they don't have family, they've always kind of I've always wanted, wanted a brother. I right. have a brother. We're brothers. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers hug. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's it's possible either way. Can you tell I mean, that's totally not the case in Luthie's family. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, like I know my brother and members of you know that in that family tree that we found. Yeah. I know that he keeps up with a good amount of them, mm-hmm. and I mean they're interesting, really cool people. Yeah. It's sure. just. Like, I've got a cousin that lives in um, Birch Run. Yeah. I haven't, I've known she's lived in Birch Run now for like a couple years. Have yet to ever be like, hey, you're pretty close. We should hook up and just hang out. You know, like, come over for dinner one day. Yeah. Nope. Because it's one of those, um, no, I'm busy as crap and you have your own friends and I have mine. That's not to say that they can't be friends. It's just. I'm not going to put that much effort in yeah. right now. <laughs> well, it's, it's the same thing that goes on with, like, it's preference of who you spend time with. When you're in a relationship, you spend time with your girlfriend or your wife or whatever or yeah. your boyfriend or husband or however you want to look at it. Right. Right? That takes precedence generally over friends at that point. Usually that's family, the way that's, it goes. That's generally yes. how that goes. Yeah. It's just which do you prefer to hang out with? So you have to take a look at your free time. So for me, where I'm like, I struggle with my free time to hang out with all my friends that I want to hang out right. with. I'm not adding more to that right. list. Right. Like a lot of times. There's so much responsibility as it is. <laughs> a lot of times when people are just like, yeah, man, you want to hang out? I'm like, crap, I've got a new friend that I have to keep up with. <laughs> What's your name again? That, yeah, that's that that's the Luthie way right there. Just looks like all his friends are like burdens just like i have to hang out with these people i don't have time for this i mean i mean i totally sympathize don't get me wrong i have way more people that i can't keep up with because i have no free time either unfortunately he's not wrong because like the last time that somebody was like dude we should hang out outside you know and do this stuff i'm like Oh, that's one more, though. That's one more person. You know, that means I have to schedule for you, and I just don't want to redo what I have. I haven't seen this friend in this song, and oh, I don't know, man. (laughs) That's just going to be... So, yeah, there's, there's this weird preference of time thing that comes with that. But all in all, I mean, you're right. It might not change your life, and if it doesn't change your life, why get involved with things that could possibly or potentially change everything? Right. I mean, but you have that wild card there of that other person coming in, and I'll put it this way. You have the opportunity to ease into a situation or at least, you know, prep or make things better. Uh Uh-huh. The unknown is a wrecking ball. It can be. It can be total chaos. And do you really want to invite chaos? You might want to invite chaos, but... Yo, is it really for the best for your family situation to do so? Well, maybe Probably I, not. Maybe I will avoid chaos, and when it comes at me, deflect. <laughs> Be like, so uh, you'll never mean- get, you'll never guess the phone call I got today from your uncle. Da 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 da. Oh, really? Yeah. Didn't you know about this? 
I don't know how to read those. It still things. invited chaos to the family at that point <laughs> on some level. Just you, just because you've like shifted <laughs> you, you, the blame off yourself. This is something I read on the internet, Mom. I don't know if it's nah. real. Jeez. But I mean, <laughs> and, and at that point in time, though, there because there does become that thing when you keep weird little secrets, when you have right. things that are you yeah. know deeply engraved or whatever, and yeah. eventually somebody finds out about them. I mean, it, then it becomes that weird loyalty thing. How would you feel as a parent? Finding out that like your 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 child knows that your partner cheated on you has proof of it. Oh, that'd be a hard just pill never to swallow, told wouldn't you. it? That'd be a really hard one to swallow. Because at, at that point in time, like you, do you have that obligation to tell your mother? Do I don't you think have. I don't think you're ever obligated to, but I think there's moments where it's like, okay, there's a lot of signs, and this makes everything make sense now. Right. Now I need to bring this up because there's a lot of other indicators that I wasn't happy with before, but I was like, whatever. But now I see that it is, you know, backed by well, this. Right. But, Which is kind of why you have to bring it up to the, uh, I guess, the offending party, so to speak, in the first place. <laughs> blackmail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, tell blackmail. mom about your other kids and I get a PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you. I, I better be getting, making out real good in the will here or I'm going to go to your <laughs> wife right now and she will take you to the cleaners. Either that or I get two when you get divorced and you've got to pay for both. <laughs> <laughs> You want, you want to pay one or two? Let's go. And that's how and that's how Gator got left out of the will. That's right. It happens. <laughs> but but I, it, it's, it's a weird thing. <laughs> one now or two later, Dad. You figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> this one's on you. You sit in a bed of lies. You made this. Right. You made your bed of lies. Now lie in it. <laughs> I'm going to light your house on fire. <laughs> Filthy bastard. That um, got dark in a hurry. Yeah. <laughs> But you don't you don't have to tell your mother these things, but it's one of those things. You also have this idea that when people are cheating in a relationship that there's indicators of it. So you, you have this idea that yeah. there are little things that make sense. Right. What if mom is perfectly content and thinks that she's in this loving, wonderful relationship and as there's nothing that's ever been wrong? And meanwhile, I mean, you got a half sibling out there. It is a bombshell. Yeah. Do <laughs> What do you do? Well, and the other part of that, too, is what if mom knows about all this, but she's been like, yeah. Trying to protect the kids? Dad has some issues. He's working through them. We know these things are going on. Yeah. I'm sad that you finally figured out <laughs> what the problem was. But even with that in mind, though, she might not want to know. It was easier to just continue living yeah. a lie. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's, and, and it's Chad says, uh, underappreciated pun of the night. You've made your bed of lies, now lie in it. Yes, yes. <laughs> you see what you did, Dad? <laughs> it's the ultimate dad joke. Um, so when you look at it, it's it, there's so many different things. I think you have to talk to the dad. You kind of have to figure out what the situation is, the background, the history of it, and then go from there. I think ultimately someone has to tell mom, whether it's you, whether it's dad. Hopefully I, it's dad. Yeah, that's right. That's kind of my other thought. I don't think it's really I don't your place to it. go and tell mom because then do you want to be the person that gets looked at uh, from her standpoint as, you know, Breaking down this entire uh, <laughs> you home wrecker of a but child. <laughs> but if it, well, I mean, no, you're right. But then again, if it comes out, you're also now the kid that colluded with the father in the cheating. I got a PlayStation out of it. 
And I'm sure no, in a mother's eyes time, with their love your for you. Your mom's got to right. understand that, yeah, while that's awful, like, that's that's kind of deflecting the anger. Like, be angry at the guy who did it to you. Like, you didn't see it. You know, the kid, you know, you shouldn't say, like, it's not your place to tell you, right. you you know, what your, what's up with your relationship. That should be between you and him. Like, yeah, you, it's you. not your fault. It's dad's fault for not telling her that hey I effed around and I you know have a whole secret family yeah but then it also feels like who who do you love more <laughs> don't blame me mom dad bought me a playstation to shut up yeah <laughs> well if <laughs> dad gave me hush money well yeah if you're if your mom's really trying to like who do you love more me or him thing then that's just being a crappy parent sorry that's, but no it's not necessarily I mean, when you're trying to who do you love more me or your father no that's that's almost like yeah, 95% of the time assuming, that's a garbage thing to do know, to you your ask, kid you ask it to little children because it's oh, funny yeah. but you're it's like, assuming... who do you love more mom or dad well mom got me fruit snacks <laughs> mom <laughs> well, dad tonight. bought me the playstation <laughs> yeah, hush money uh, exactly. it's, but in this case we're you're, she's not going to come out and say that but you know that they feel it they, well, yeah. they might, that's, well, that's well, they the feel issue. it, sure, but it's still misplacing your anger altogether, I feel like. Not necessarily, because it still hurts that your child hid something from you. That's that dynamic. Well, yeah, but I mean... Yeah, but at what level are you obligated to to uh, to go to your mom and inter- and kind of interfere in their relationship. I mean, I guess you're probably going to make the argument that they're interfering in the relationship by even going and doing the 23andMe thing, but at no. what point is it on you to go and tell this, you know, third party, you know, whether it's your parents or not, that, hey, I know that dad, you know, slept around on you and here's proof. Like, at what <laughs> point is it your obligation to go and basically potentially torpedo their marriage? <laughs> I know you and Dad were swingers at one point, but I think it went a little too far. <laughs> <laughs> like, at what point are you as the kid under that obligation? I don't necessarily think you are. But if you just let it go, you're you're at that point in time. It's yeah, but that point you've you're you've, party to it. True, but if you've told Dad and Dad hasn't said anything to Mom, like you've gone up of the up the yeah. the, the chain of command, so to the speak. Always, the truth always the truth always has a weird way of coming to yeah, light, no matter I, what. I went and talked to the dishonest guy and tried to tell him to be honest, and shocker. <laughs> he said, uh, how many PlayStations do you want? <laughs> he, he turns out he was being dishonest uh, still. So. The correct answer is three. <laughs> That's fair, too. But <laughs> I, you know, no, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm not trying to tell you that you're wrong. In fact, I don't know what the right situation is here. This is one of the oh, few things that I'm completely baffled on. Right. Because there are so many routes to take. But sitting there and being complacent, it makes you part. You're, you're a co-conspirator. Well, you, you, yeah, you it, 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 it's why I said you have sure. to. I mean, you've already obviously you've put it out there that well, your half sibling that you messaged that has already been on this website knows about it, so it's gonna come out at some point. Which is why you gotta talk to dad. So I'm like, hey, this is a thing. They already know about it. Your, your wife's probably going to find out, so... <laughs> your dad immediately. Can you cancel your Ancestry account like yeah. yesterday, please? Could, could like, you do that, Don't please? make me be the bad guy here and break this to your wife. You know what, son? I think I'm going to go ahead and take a vacation. I'll, uh... I'll see ya. I gotta, uh, I gotta run down to the store for a pack of smokes. Cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go to the liquor store. I'll be back. <laughs> 
must have won the wa- won the lottery. Why? He's been gone for 23 years. Never, never <laughs> seen him. 23 and me, the 23 years that my dad left me. Right. Um, <laughs> you so, don't normally have the, the, the dad abandoning his kids after they're grown adults, but, <laughs> but sometimes. You know, yeah, sometimes you have prevail. to move and not tell your children. Yeah. <laughs> In this case, you talk to the dad about it, right? Yeah, you have to. That's the first so. thing. And you, then, then what you do from there is up to you. But yeah. keep in mind, you do have that wrecking ball. Do you eventually talk to the siblings after you talk to the father? Do you talk to the siblings? This is because that's the main question. Depends the, on the conversation with the, dad. The, your current known siblings or the, the, the future sibling? Well, you've already messaged them, and we'll they'll see. know once they you get back goofed. on there. You've all, well, yes. You already reached out to them, so if they get back to if they don't get back to you, that's probably a safe assumption that they and or their parents or whatever either don't know or don't want nothing to do with it. Well, I mean, they they weren't inactive because the account shows you the last time you were active. So right. there is an inactivity part of this. But do you just because we got it? We got to take a break. But right. Do you go ahead and do you, do you contact them? I just, I, that's the big question that they want to know. Do you reach out to this person via social media? We're saying talk to the dad first. Right. First and foremost, yeah. absolutely. But then do you talk to them to try to establish this connection? I think you've probably done all the reaching out at that point. At, at that point, you've already sent them the message. They'll presumably, I, presumably they're not never going to check their 23me again. So you've already reached out. If they want to establish any kind of contact there, you've already kind of put the ball in their court, if you like. And to do any more so might be a tad bit intrusive. I think, depending on the conversation with Dad, if I'm going to push it any further or not. That's also fair. You know, if Dad is like, yeah, it happened, and I'd, you know, I'd rather just forget about it and everything, if I don't feel this overwhelming desire to contact them, then no. I mean, I can be like, okay, no big deal. But if I have the conversation and Dad's like, yeah, it happened, you should probably get to know them. They're actually really nice, and maybe they could, you know, we could find some common ground here. Then yeah, okay, I'll start the conversation up. Yeah, I do think I think Gator's right. I think it, you talk to your dad depending on how his reaction goes. Then eventually you do reach out. I get that like you put the ball in their court. I honestly know how I am with apps on things. If I've been inactive for long enough, there's a good chance that, that apps forget about yes. it. Yes, so right, you know. Exactly. I think but you can reach out to them through social media. That's, and that, then at that point in time, if they choose not to talk to you, that's an indicator that, that they don't, they want, don't to. want to. And yeah. then you're done. And I right. think that's fine. But obviously the first step has to be you know discussing with dad and then figuring out from there what your next step should be. Exactly. Absolutely. Anyway, with that in mind, we're going to go ahead and take a break. You're listening to Open for Discussion on SolidStayRadio.net. We'll be back right after this. Tattoos are more than art. They tell a story. Your story. And Beyond the Chair Tattoo Studio in Shelby Township understands that. Whether it's your first tattoo or your 10th, a touch-up, or a cover-up, Beyond the Chair is here to help you express yourself. And their five-star rating shows they've got the skills to do that better than anyone else. Beyond the Chair also offers body piercing. You can walk right in or set up an appointment. Give their artist a call at 586-799-7293. Beyond the Chair is located on Van Dyke Avenue, just south of 21 Mile in Shelby Township. Ah, it's barbecue season, setting up the grill, gathering up seasonings, meat, buns, plates, stuff to go with the plates, charcoal, starter food, bug spray, tongs, spatula, more bug spray. By the time you have all the things you need, it stops being fun and feels more like work. I'm hungry! Let Woodchip's Real American Barbecue do all the work for you. Delicious smoked meats, handmade sides, refreshing handcrafted cocktails. All that's left is the fun. Come into Woodchip's Real American Barbecue located in beautiful downtown Lapeer, or let us cater your event. 
Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Hey everybody, this is the hitman Brett Fortney. And I'm Todd Gilbert. Join us every Wednesday night exclusively on Solid State Radio for Hanging with the Hitman. Every week we'll be discussing music, movies, pop culture, current events, basically anything that's going on or anything that comes to mind. So turn it up, come hang with us. There's no better place to hang than with the hitman. Available exclusively on SolidStateRadio.net or the Solid State Radio app. Available on all Android and iOS devices. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. Salem here. Join me every Saturday on SolidStateRadio.net and every Thursday on Spock Rock Radio for Blank Generation. Punk, metal, weirdness, and all kinds of mayhem. See you there, 6 p.m. Saturday. When you want to unwind, Cascade and Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. This February, 7-Eleven Entertainment and Flint Local 432 are teaming up to bring you live local original music with a side of social distancing. It's Live from the Local, a weekly live stream performance from Factory 2 in downtown Flint, streamed live every Saturday night from the Live from the Local YouTube channel. Tune in Saturday nights this February for live performances from Attaboy, The Class of 7-Eleven, and Slumlord Radio. Get more info at facebook.com slash live from the local. And it's brought to you by Factory 2, Flint Local 432, and 7-Eleven Entertainment. Hey, it's the Goat Boy from Open for Discussion, a show where we give the best and worst unsolicited advice. Every week, we ask our audience questions and scour the internet for funny, relatable, and thought-provoking advice that we break down. Ever wanted to know if you're the a-hole in a situation? We got you covered. Join Gator, Rose, and I every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. for witty banter, insightful conversation, and a general hodgepodge of a good time. Only on SolidStateRadio.net. If you like live music, and I mean really like live music, then you'll like Corona Road Bar in Flint. The CRB has featured live rock for decades with no plans on slowing down. Great drink prices and a warm atmosphere will give you the best live music experience. You'll find the CRB at 3110 Corona Road in Flint. Here's what's going on this weekend at Corona Road Bar. The CRB will reopen the third weekend of January with live music every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Keep up to date on upcoming events at facebook.com slash Corona Road Bar. 
best band of all time. Oh, yeah? Yes. I feel like we're in some weird 80s sitcom right now. You should. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. That's, hold on. We'll give it a second because okay. we hit 30. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, everybody, welcome back to Open for Discussion. <laughs> we're here, we're... Oh, my God. <laughs> Standout ballet? Really? Oh, no. Tears for Fears. Man. Oh, is that Tears for Fears? Tears for Fears. Tears for Fears. Oh, close. I don't recognize Stop that song. Stop it. I, I, I know who Tears for Fears I just don't recognize that, too. You don't recognize that song? No. But I don't want to listen to 80s this, so... Okay. I do know this one. I don't remember what it's called, oh, but... Geez, oh, Head geez. over heels, man. We're going to continue. Uh, Lord, everybody oh, well, wants to man. rule the world kind of guy. Well, everyone knows that song. Head over heels is... Or even shout, or... Uh, once again, everyone knows that song. Head over heels, though, man. He likes to go deep with his obscure Dude, 80s I this. love... Tears for Fears. You don't get to talk smack about Tears for Fears. Hey, I, I, have, I have nothing against Tears for Fears. They're fantastic. They're, they're wonderful. Good. I'm not going to argue it. That's right. <laughs> sure. Anyway. Uh, and every psych <laughs> fan. Luthi's just like, shut the hell up, both every, of you. Every psych fan just sided with me as well. <laughs> okay. Well, so you have not watched psych, so. Well, there you go. So we have one that we're going to continue on with family stuff. We're getting off siblings here, but we're, we've got like a uh, mother and daughter situation. Oh, these are the best. Or not mother and daughter, mother, mother and son. Oh, okay. This I isn't bet. so bad. Uh, she found a note in her Did son's. Did that break things? Oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I'm breaking crap. No, no, we're good. We're okay, good. good. Continue. We're good. All right. So what should I do about the note I found in my son's room? This is going to be more of a serious topic. Oh, no. Crap. So my son, who's 15. Tears for fears. Came to me. Well, you chose the song. I That's know, what you get. I didn't even know. My son came to me. Uh, she's 44. And his dad, my husband, who's 42, wanting to see a counselor back in October. Okay. You at know, least so he recognized an issue. Good for yep, him. We sat down had a talk with him, explaining that if he ever needed to talk about something, we're here to listen and we love him no matter what. We talked for a while and he told us that he didn't want to share with us the reason he wanted to go, which is completely understandable. Yep. I told him that we both respect his privacy and have been taking him to sessions weekly since then. Fantastic. Yeah, it's great stuff, right? Good deal. So then when cleaning out his room yesterday, I found a note in a chest of drawers beside his bed titled, How I See Myself. Like cleaning out his room. Yes. Moms do this, dude. It happens. They do. It's a thing. My, my mom did this. That's how she found my leftover crack shirt, and that didn't go over very well. Uh-oh. Well, the it was a real bad shirt. I bought it at the concert going like, I'm going to wear this all the time. Then I brought it home, and I looked at it, and I'm like, I am never wearing this. Oh, Ever, yeah. because yeah. this is, yeah. Not so great. No, no. She also got very mad at the anti-flag shirt. What does that mean? I'm like, exactly what it it's says. a band. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, a band, Mom. It doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I usually wouldn't go looking through my children's things without reason, but generally his drawers are just filled with rubbish he's too lazy to put in the bin. Oh, no. She had that motherly instinct. It's the cleaning thing. That's like I said. My, I don't think my yep. mom snooped. I think she just went through our room and cleaned stuff. Well, she, the, the motherly instinct thing, you cannot deny the power of that. It just Because I'll tell you what, my dad's room... Like I'd come home after you know like the two weeks or whatever, and it was like it was like nothing changed. Right, he never <laughs> he never was, even stepped foot in there. No, yeah. He, uh, he opened up the vents the day before you came just to warm it up. <laughs> pretty much, and so 
Anyway, she says, I understand it wasn't my place to read it, and I should have left it there and pretended that I never saw it. Okay. But, you know, Pandora's box, it was opened. Yeah, once you opened it, man. Yeah, and, but I read it. Of course. And it was genuinely heartbreaking to read, knowing that this is how he feels about himself. It was lines of different negative views he has about himself, particularly ones such as that he feels unlovable and worthless. Ouch. And a pain to everyone around me. Okay. May It makes me question whether I've done a good enough job as a mom to make him feel valued and loved as a person. Mm-hmm. I believe the note was meant for his counselor as he talked about before having to write stuff down for, you know, the sessions that they would do. Right. Uh, I told my husband what I found, and he thinks that it's best we pretend it was never there. Okay. As what goes on between him and his counselor is private, and we shouldn't interfere unless asked. That very fair. But I think it would be a good idea if we talk to him about it, and maybe (laughs) the three of us sit down and go through it, helping him see everything he listed isn't true together. No, not a good idea. No, not when you've already established this whole thing of we've always respected his privacy. Mm-hmm. And when he has already said, I need to reach out. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You've made all the right decisions so far. You've done everything. You check the boxes is like what a good responsible parent would do. Yeah, you've, right. Yeah, to this point, you've, you've done all the right things. Just don't let this one lie. And your, your husband hit the nail on the head. He, he did. did. Like he did directly, absolutely. I mean, he's going to the therapy for a reason. Yep. There is a licensed therapist, a counselor that has seen him. And if there is an actual like risk or need or something where the counselor would be genuinely concerned about the safety and well-being, they contact you guys. They would come into contact with you immediately and say, "Hey, we just had a session. I am truly concerned." This is where you get involved. This is what we need to do now just until we know everything's okay because stuff is not going well, and no matter what I do, I'm not seeing this go well. And then you get involved. Yes, and it, 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 I can understand where the concern comes from. I really do, and yeah, you shouldn't have read it. Like, to be honest, that's the big At thing. At the end of the day, no, you shouldn't have. That was the big mistake here, and, you know, the motherly instinct thing, I'm— as much as I don't like it, I know it's a thing, and I'm just going to let that lie. It's because super it's powerful. Just, it's it gonna... sucks for the kid trying to hide things. Yeah. It really sucks. <laughs> but at the same time, there's a reason that motherly instinct comes in. There's yeah. a purpose and a point to it. And, you know, at the end of the day, it generally, at the end of the day, leads to positivity. Usually until they find your pack of cigarettes. <laughs> right. But at least, yeah, I mean, yes, it just it's the way things go. You know, you know. but it's it, yeah, it, it, seriously, it, in this case, that's just it is what it is. The mom, moms go through things. They throw things because as a kid, you also don't know what to throw out a lot of times. Like you have clothes that you've had forever or whatever. And yeah. you're like, it just sits there and it collects. A lot right. of times they just go through and go, well, that's junk. That's junk. That's I haven't junk. seen him wear this in three months. Yeah. So, well, that, that I don't like, but, like, it I happens. haven't... Yeah, I know. Yeah, but right. I haven't seen him wear this in three years. Okay. Right. Fair. But going through it, you're... you're it's heartbreaking. It's a heartbreaking yeah. thing because you know your kid's going through things, issues. Right. It has these feelings, and it really underlies those issues that you were always kind of curious about to begin with. Oh, I think the curiosity would eat you alive. Oh, definitely. 
And to find out that it's to that, whether or not you want to call it an extreme or just those issues are things that they're feeling or going through. Right. And, uh, you know, you're a good parent. Right. Exactly. I mean, here's the here's it, it, you nailed it right there. And I think you were getting there and I'm just going to be going to go ahead punch. and cut. Yeah, you're yeah cut because me off. I, I feel like it, <laughs> you know, but at the end of the day, you have to look at it and say that, you know, you you are a good parent. You've done a phenomenal job at raising this human being on the fact of they were able to recognize mm-hmm. that something isn't quite right. And I know that what I'm thinking isn't true. But it's eating me alive and I need help. And the people I know I can ask for help for are my parents and they can get me set up. Yes. I I, I mean, that's huge. That is. I I would also like to point out, though, the good parent portion comes from the fact that when you see this note and you see these things, that immediately your response is, I want to help. I want to get them through this. Right. Exactly. That's a sign of a good parent. That's a sign of somebody that cares. It doesn't necessarily mean it's the right directive considering all the other stuff that's taken place. Exactly. Because part of the, the, you guys have done a great job parenting this kid that he feels enough trust in you to be able to bring this up to you and say, look, I need help. You know, I need to go see somebody for this. I'm not bringing comfortable. This, bringing this up to him, all that's going to do is pretty much shatter that trust that you've got going exactly. with him right now. Yes. And then when it gets serious again, he's not going to be so inclined to tell you. Absolutely. Right. And it's going to make him more uncomfortable with talking to you guys instead of the opposite of what you want, which is him becoming more comfortable to right. talk to you exactly. and go to you for problems. It can push him in the opposite direction. It can Absolutely. make him go even further negative, which is the last thing you want, obviously. And you know, having two kids myself and that, you know, they're not at the age where this would be a huge concern. Right. You know, obviously sometimes it hits kids when they're younger and everything. Absolutely. But, you know, do I know that my kids know that their mom and I love them dearly and would do anything for oh, them? Absolutely. Of course. You know, but I cannot imagine, um, you know, when the time comes or if the time comes or whatever, that I have to learn that one of my kids feels like, you know, mom or dad don't love them as much as they should. I can't imagine what that's going to feel like as a parent going, I don't know what I did wrong. Like, how do you not know? You yeah. know? No, it's a, I, how do I not know? How do I, how have I not picked up on why they feel this? Why am I not doing enough? Exactly. How does he feel worthless? Why am I, do I need to show more love? Do I need to show more affection? Do well, I need and to? The, and the negative side of that too is if you know, like, if he's laying out specifics. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That could and be really... Right. And you look at it and you go, okay, if these are the things that are tough, then I can maybe do this or that that would affect this one thing a little bit better or a little bit more. And then he he's going to catch on. He's yeah. going to realize that's what's going on. He's not stupid. No, but I mean, I'm, I'm going to put it to... I'm going to put it this way. You can't directly come out and say anything. No. You can't directly come out and do things. You can change. You could kind of find different things yeah. and focus on them and, you know, improve your relationship if you feel like that's necessary uh, to better this in small and subtle ways, gradually building. Mm-hmm. But you can't. You also can't look at that and go like, okay, now I've got a new tool to help our relationship. Right. No, this no, is a one-off. No. Exactly. You did something that you shouldn't have done, and you first and foremost and should always realize you 
you broke <laughs> trust. Yeah, you, you broke did. boundaries and you did something you shouldn't have done and you saw something you shouldn't have seen. And just because just because you shouldn't have done it doesn't mean you can't make it into a positive. Right. You can take this and like reflect on your own life, reflect on your parenting styles and possibly alter what you're doing to see where, you know, you can see where maybe you were lacking. Yeah. You know, you can look back and go, you know, I didn't even think of that, but that's a possibility. Okay, let's not change a bunch of stuff, but maybe I will start to focus in on that a little bit more right. and see if that's something that can help out. But if you make a direct effort at that specific thing. If you do a thing, specific thing, yes, that's You're going to stand out like a sore thumb, and he's going to be like, you read my letter. But if it's like words of confidence, though, like if that's just the thing, you know, every now and then you could throw in like a, hey, good job, buddy. That was a really good effort I mean, there. depending on what it is, you never know. But at the end of the day, the dad, like we said, the dad hit it directly oh, where it's dude, like, no, 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 you cannot confront him on this right now. No, you can't have a talk with him. And it's not right now. It's pretty much ever. Right. Until, that, until he specifically he, comes to you, right. you can't you can't go, you can't get involved. And like I said, you can make those little adaptations. Right. And little adaptations to help things along. Yes. But you can't turn this into a tool book. You can't go, well, I did it the one time and it helped out this much, so I'm going to go back to do it. No. Right. Because that's, this isn't a science experiment with variables. That's not no, the way this works. This isn't a well of information. This is, you broke somebody's trust. You were in the wrong. You did something you shouldn't have done. And right. there's a possibility of making positives come out of it. Right. Don't do it again. Well, and I mean, it's also like not to try to get away from the seriousness of it because, you know, it is a serious topic. But sure. at the end of the day, like, go watch the movie What Women Want. <laughs> yeah. Ser like, no, this know. is perfect. Like, go watch it and then see that the minute Mel Gibson gets to learn exactly what women want and exactly what they're thinking and he's able to fit those needs specifically. Yes, it makes him a very, you know, sought after person. But eventually what he finds out is that these people, they look at him and go, I don't even know who you are. You were just doing what I wanted instead of doing, you know, being who you are. Right. I mean, when I say make adaptations and stuff like that, there's right. only so much that you can do. Right. You shouldn't be a completely different person unless you're a terrible person. Right. And I mean, if you're a terrible case, person, then this shouldn't be all that. But I don't see know, that because surprising. if that was the case. Your kid would not have asked for help. And you the wouldn't worst have taken would have all of that stuff. It's just it's a kid that's going through stuff. It has, you know, issues. Right. And like I said, it's heartbreaking. It definitely is because you don't want your kid to be like, I feel worthless and useless and a burden to everybody around you. Uh, well, and at the end of the day, you know, I mean, we all remember being young and being, uh -huh. you know, 15, 16, 17, whatever age you want to put on it kind of thing. Even later in life, even 27, 28, you know, it happens whenever is – you know, there are moments... Self-realization. Right. There are, there are definitely moments where you look at yourself and you go, why would anyone want to be around this? Like, what do I have going for me? What do I have that makes me attractive? Like, of course sure. I'm not, you know... You start comparing yourself to other people or oh, to absolutely. other situations. And, it, you know, it's a self-learning and a self-adapting situation where you start to... It can go one of two ways, typically. Either, number one, you keep going down that dark alley and bad things will come from it and you never get back out. Or number two, you can look at that and say, well, if that's the case, then what can I change about myself? What different focal points, what different viewpoints can I do to improve on who I am, to make myself into who I want to be? Yeah. You know, and so the best thing is, is that he realized it. He didn't keep going down the dark hole. He found the ways to get better. And if you break that motion, 
by con you're by, gonna lose it you're, you're gonna it's lose it everything you've done so far all the support all the right you've stuff. given him goes right out the window it doesn't mean jack squat anymore everything that you built gets torn down in one single motion one, right one complete sweep you can't do this and i know it's heartbreaking but it's just it's what you gotta live with and you just do your best like yeah. i said you try to be as supportive as possible in any many ways that you can and then you know continue to reassure him that you are there to listen Right. You are there for him. So if there is ever anything that he wants to talk about, so on and so forth, don't become overbearing with it. Don't be like, Sean, are you okay? I need to talk to you, Sean. Right. Sean, if you're if there's ever anything wrong, how is your day, buddy? Are you all right? Why aren't you smiling right now? Why aren't you happy? Do what you, can do I do talk? to make yeah. you smile? Yeah. You know, I don't want to see you frown anymore. Sean, can you tell me more? <laughs> <laughs> It feels weird, doesn't it? Does. it? Yeah. Yeah, right. No, it doesn't make you feel, feel comfortable. Right. It's like, no, done. No, no, stop it. Done. I don't, I don't want to talk been to fun, you. Guys. See you later. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to talk to you because, you know, it, you're, now you're becoming a burden to me. Right. <laughs> but at, You're the worst counselor ever. <laughs> but at the same time, that also becomes that, am I a burden, right? Yeah. Because if somebody's constantly checking to see if you're okay... I never feel like I'm enough to make them feel like it's okay. I'm not doing enough to show them that I'm okay. Yeah, I feel like I'm a burden because they're constantly having to reassure and check in on me. I don't... Yeah. Yeah. They don't tough. have that assumption. So it is it is it is definitely tough. I think the dad hit the nail on the head. I think you just let it, let it be. Eventually, he'll get back to you. Yeah. That's just the way it goes. You did all the right things so far. Don't screw it up with this. Exactly. All right. We're going to go ahead and take a break. When we get back, we have M.I. the A-hole. We have Yay. a valedictorian who wants to do his speech in Espanol. 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 We'll be back right after this. Solid State Radio. Hey everybody, welcome back to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. I am your host, Adam the Goat Boy Luthi, and in studio with me is my co-host, Gator Grant. Hi. And station manager, Sean Cantwell. Ah, there it is. Yeah. Which we have been saying in it to win it all night. Dude's drinking AFs. <laughs> yes. So he's he's not in it to win it. He just likes the flavor. <laughs> I do. I mean, I could get in it to win it. I, I, I will s- switch to you. Uh, I'm not saying you have to. I'm just saying I realized it and went, huh. Because at first I thought, you know, it was just uh, the beer he's drinking. I thought it was called Stout. AF. Yeah, yeah, that's a, it. Cause it is F, not, right, uh, right. Yeah. That's what I thought. Because that, that's what it is. It just also happens to be a non-alcoholic near oh, yeah. beer. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. But uh, before we get too far into anything, though, I do want to mention there are a ton of people that have been commenting and giving you a thumbs up on your sweater. Egg like, salad. Everybody likes it. Um, Chad likes it. Gebhardt likes it. Airhawk likes it. Carson likes it. Everybody is digging your sweater right now, buddy. I'll, I'll have to uh, start wearing more of my sweaters, I guess, in the studio. Apparently. I don't know. It's, it's attracting the folks. Let's put it that way. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll cycle through all of the jerseys that I own. My last jersey that I have, no one will like. But yeah. <laughs> You have a Vipers jersey? 
I don't. I uh, used to when I was younger. Say, that would be the one that would be really cool. No, I've got Red Wings, Tigers, and then I got a football one that no one's gonna like. Ooh. It's not is a it, Detroit team. <laughs> it's not a Detroit team. No. Is it a Dallas team? It's not a Dallas team. The Avalanche? It's not the, no, it's no, it's football. 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 Sports boy. It's football. <laughs> I, I was I was, in, I was still in hockey jersey mode. Yeah. Uh God, don't tell me the Bears. No, it's not the Bears. Who would you have? Who's my who's my favorite football player of all time? I, I don't know. Ooh, you guys don't know this about me. No. I don't know that we've ever brought it up. It's the Packers? It is the Packers. Brett Favre? Yes. Oh, well, that's okay. No one's going to hate you for a Favre jersey. Uh, well, yeah, about half the people in the state are like, great, because we root for the Packers, too, because they're all right. a bunch of front-running yeah, well, a-holes. No one's going to care about your Favre jersey. I, I wish the, I still the, had my Reggie one, though. And the rest of us are like, <laughs> F you, because you get to root for a team that doesn't suck. What's that like? Yeah, I've, had, I've had two football jerseys in my life, and one was Brett Favre, and the other one was Reggie White. See, I've had one football jersey a day in my life and it was a quarterback and it was for the detroit lions god it wasn't joey oh, harrington no. was it it was not joey Scott harrington. charlie it was not it was charlie you had charlie, no, charlie, I charlie. Oh, nice. charlie i've only owned two and they're both lions jerseys neither of them were qbs calvin okay and chris spielman there you go. And depending on how this hiring process goes that Spielman's involved in, that jersey may be getting burnt at some point this year. Gotcha. If he hires Marvin Lewis, I swear to God, I'm going to torch this damn thing. But here's the funny part. Out of the football jerseys you own, yeah. okay, obviously, well, yeah, Brett Favre. But I have one of the only Lions jerseys with a Super Bowl winner. <laughs> that's let that fair. settle for a minute. <laughs> that's fair. That he won a Super Bowl with the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> oh yes. How crazy is that? Well, we also share a birthday. Yeah. Well, okay. That's fair. That's <laughs> we do. Fair. I did not know that. I know, right? Yeah. You I guys bought, have stuff in common with Charlie a, Batch. How does that make you feel? Well, here's the funny thing: is I got the jersey on my birthday at a Lions game at the Silver Dome, Silver and it was my Dome. 13th birthday. And what number was Charlie Batch? 13. 13. And then we share a birthday. It was like the trifecta of, holy crap, I have to buy this it's, one. It has to. It has to. I have to buy it. Do you not? Yeah, my yeah. brother got the Johnny Morton. Okay. I think he fair. came out ahead on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, well, at least one of them won a Super Bowl somewhere. That's right. <laughs> so we're, we're in the Am I the A-hole section here, and we teased one that was um, – was going to be slightly slightly controversial to a certain extent yeah. and let me let me tell you it's tough sometimes with with this setup because i don't want to give away my opinions on things right i don't want to give away what i'm talking about on the show so a lot of times when we're we're going at it i i'm coming off almost antagonistic because yes you're trying to just refute things and get people to talk about it via the discussion i Trust me, we're going to hit all these sides anyway because I like to play devil's advocate. I think I do it rather well. Um, with this, on, it's just, it's tough because I didn't want to really get into it, but I feel a couple people kind of hit the nail on the head here. So we have a valedictorian. He wants to know if he'd be the a-hole if they gave their valedict valedictorian speech in Spanish. <laughs> okay? So I got told today I am the valedictorian of my high school class. Cool. Awesome. I've waited for this for four years. So they're smart. They're wicked smart, and they're they know it. Smart. They're wicked smart, and they know it. 
Um, anyway, I was told that I have to write a speech, and the only restriction is it can't be longer than a minute and a half. That's fine. I don't want to talk for that long. Which can is a super short. Can I say this is this is the best thing ever? I don't know. We're, we're going to get into an interesting spot because... You remember our speech? Was it our class president or was it our valedictorian that did the speech? I think it was the valedictorian, but I don't remember. I, well, first of all, I was hungover, and so was my buddy that was next to me. But <laughs> I don't even remember what I was doing, but I knew it wasn't anything all that great. I don't remember who did it in my – because I'm the great after you guys. I don't remember who did ours. I don't remember who our valedictorian was or who our class president was. I remember who did the speech. I remember sitting there next to my locker buddy, uh, you know, last names close together, right? Right. right. And both of us – because I looked at him, and I was like oh, – I'm really hungover. And he looked at me and he goes, me too. <laughs> you, do, you do remember who gave the speech? Who was it? I'm not saying because I'm about to trash talk. So um, we... Was it a boy or a girl? It was a girl. Okay, then our valid Victorian. And it went on forever <laughs> and ever and ever. Enough to the guy that was next to me looked at me and he goes... Would you just shut the f up? That was that was exactly what he said, and I looked at him and I'm like, "You preach it, man." And I just it just went on. That sounds on. they're so they're always so self indulgent, are they not? I don't remember what was said because we're talking years ago about something I'm, I didn't care about I'm just anyway. Self indulgent for the fact that you were going up there for like five plus minutes and talking about things that nobody gives a damn about, a speech that nobody wants to hear. <laughs> like, it's already self-indulgent in the very fact that it exists and is allowed to go on that long. So I think it's a big win that they're like, a minute and a half and you got to stop. We cue the music, we pull you off stage. That's crazy short, but the okay. The award show thing, I like it. I, I yes, like it a lot. Yeah. I like it a music lot. Music will play you off. Don't talk yes. over the music. Please. So, okay, the thing is that I live in the U.S., but my first language is Spanish. I was born in Mexico, and my parents definitely understand Spanish better than English. So I thought, since I'm thanking my parents anyway, I should do it in a way that they can understand me right at the moment and won't have to be explained after the ceremony. Plus, my uncle wants to come, and he, too, speaks Spanish. The thing is, though, that I would be on stage talking for a minute in Spanish to a crowd of English speakers, and the whole town comes so they would be annoyed. Uh, I don't know. I definitely feel like it would be a pretty selfish thing to do. Would I be an a-hole if I do this? And why the wide consensus on this is, yeah. Yeah, you kind of <laughs> would be. And so what do you two think? Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Sean, because I, I... I have a thing on it, too. I've, so. I've heard this already, and so I've already kind of mustered my opinion together. Would you be an a-hole here? In all fairness, who the hell is actually paying attention to the damn speech anyway? I mean, I, the, no, the I know you're actually, right. Like, the that's... people who actually give a damn about it pretty much are your, your immediate family, and that's literally it. So quite frankly, I don't care. Go for it. But would you be an a-hole? I would say an a-hole. It's probably n not the best idea, but like I said, the entire the entire damn giving a speech at your graduation is ridiculously self-indulgent anyway, so you might as well just do it. Go for okay. it. Okay, all right, that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> uh, did you want me to go before you then, Gator, or what? Yeah, go okay. for it. I'm going to go with you are the a-hole on this Ooh, one. Oh, really? I, I actually do think you're an a-hole because the whole thing with the valedict valedictorian speech is it isn't the award show speech. You didn't get an, uh, like... Yes, yes, you are the valedictorian. You are being recognized, but you're supposed to speak beha on behalf of the class. 
Okay. You're supposed to speak about the graduating class and the things that you've gone through and then moving on in life and so on and so forth. You can probably throw a quick thank you to mom and dad or whatever for support and stuff, but it mm-hmm. isn't really a speech that's congratulatory for yourself and your accomplishments. It's more about speaking to the class as a whole because you're supposed to be the most intelligent person in the class, technically. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you are probably the best person to speak because you don't want Rob who ate paste for his entire high school career to be like and I guess we're graduated guys alright you know you don't want that guy to do it because he's just gonna spew nonsense right you can't have the worst public speaker in the world be the guy that's gonna do the speech you are held to a higher regard therefore you get the honors of doing the speech and what you want to do with it is up to you a hundred percent it is the ball is in your court there is the only restriction i would imagine aside from the time limit is that you're not supposed to swear a ton either right but you know it's your it's your moment you can go ahead and live in that but you're supposed to speak on the class's behalf. It's supposed yeah. to be uplifting and about that class and that generation. It's not just, I would like to thank my grades. Right. To, you know, it, it's not It's not that. So that being said, you're speaking to a group of people and about a group of people that don't speak Spanish. Right. <laughs> Let's make sure that's clear. <laughs> so if, if they don't speak Spanish and the town doesn't speak Spanish, yes, it is a completely selfish act. It's uh-huh. only going to you and your family, and it really refutes the whole point of what the speech is supposed to be about. Would, would you say that being the valedictorian is a selfish act in the first place? No. Really? I would not. Uh, I mean, you got good grades. Right, you worked at it. You for, worked at it really hard for and, being the best out of everyone. Yes, but you, but is, is it necessary? I don't know, dude. Like, I did well in school, right? Right. I put in the least amount of effort that I could possibly put in. I feel you one hundred percent on that one. Yes, not everybody has that. That like, because my mindset is high school didn't matter anyway. All I needed to do was get the best grades that I could possibly get to get into the mediocre college that I was going to go to. Right. I wasn't going to go to Harvard. I wasn't going to go to Yale. It wasn't mm-hmm. going to happen. If you are gunning for, I mean, like Ivy League or mm-hmm. some really prestigious school, you basically have to be that. Yes, you're thinking about your future. I don't necessarily think it's a, I mean, in a way it's selfish because it is your future, but it's what you should be kind of striving to. I mean, the, my, my thing of not caring when I was in high school is because I could do the least amount and get away with it. Right, exactly. If, I hear that. Yeah, right. If, if it was different if I had to actually buckle down and do stuff in order to pass or like do <laughs> well even right then it would have been a different scenario altogether yeah and I get how jaded and dumb that sounds but it's just it's the truth I mean mm-hmm. I didn't want the valedictorian thing I knew what uh, what school I was gonna get into and it didn't really matter I'd rather go out and just live my life so I did um if you're really focused on your studies, that's what you're supposed to do. Well, I mean, you always want to do the best you can at everything you do. There's no question there. So if you're super smart and say it, like, say it did just come easy to you, right? I mean, it could also just be that they are that smart of people. Yeah, some people, did just and, that's what happens. And regardless of however it goes, you know, mindset, so on and so forth, I don't necessarily think it's selfish. I don't think you're gunning for it for the title. I think some people do. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. There are definitely well, those people Those people out absolutely there. exist. Oh, most oh. certainly. 
pretty sure ours was that way. That's I, that's kind of I know of at least one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's kind of why it's like a little bit of a. I get where you're going with that. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think that's the case here. It might be. Right. But I I don't want to blanket statement that. Right. I I hear you. I think with this one specifically, this situation anyway, it definitely has the feel of I wanted it. Sure. You know, and don't get me wrong, like wanting something as a goal, pushing for it, trying to achieve it, that that's there's no negative there. No. Oh, and especially know. when it's going into something that has to impact your future. It's a good thing. Right, you know, but at the same time, like I look at this and, you know, she's only given a minute and a half anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, um Maybe one thing, if maybe I don't know, to do like maybe part of the speech in Spanish or have someone translating alongside or something, you know, something to still include the rest of the everybody else, even. But see, and that's the this is the thing if you had a large portion of your school that was Spanish speaking, you could do it in an inclusive way. The way that they make this sound. This dude's doing it for selfish reasons, or this this girl is doing yeah, it for selfish reasons. If it was like the idea that half of the school, or even twenty five percent of the school, was Spanish speaking, right. you could do English and then with a Spanish translation, or however you want to do that right. to be inclusive. At that point, it does become inclusive. Which the school would probably already offer that if it was in that kind of a scenario. Anyway, this they would be like, an... understand it's going to be simul broadcast or simulcasted in both English yeah. and Spanish. Anyway, so you choose what you want we'll do the other one yeah, or you know you could do like like i said it, it, there's a lot of different ways that you could you could say it in english and then say it in spanish afterwards mm-hmm. and sure. do that and help out in that aspect yeah but you could write a 45 second speech and do it two times there you go essentially <laughs> yes you know. honestly but if you but that's in that point of being inclusive to a community within side you know your community right. um this is to be inclusive to your family this but is being still... exclusive to those in a large right is, now, is this like the only i mean i know it's majority like is this the only like hispanic person in the school like is there not i mean is there at least enough of a i don't know we it doesn't went sound to a, like it. we went to a school where there may have been one seven hispanic people there then i think they were Total. mostly related to each other i think it was one family yeah. that's that's <laughs> that's about right but no i mean so after reading it, because I read it, and then I was like, you know, this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, you know, th- th- you can take it a lot of different ways and really oh, discuss it and kind of beat it into the ground, which is great, because that's what we do the best. Absolutely. <laughs> take all the angles. Exactly. But, you know, the more I was reading it, and it was one of those, okay, so she wants to speak in Spanish because her mom and dad speak better in, or better Spanish than they do English. Yeah. And her uncle as well that wants Absolutely. to come and listen and everything. So her family, you know, the rest of the student body, probably maybe a little bit of them would understand some of it. Um, just because that's the way high school is, is typically there's, you know, a small group of people that truly understand a second language. I took four years of Spanish. If they did a Spanish speech, I would have been like, ha Telemundo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I took three years of Spanish. And I la biblioteca. <laughs> yeah. And I remember absolutely none of my three years of Spanish either. Right. And so, I mean, I get where she's coming from. And I... When she I first, said puta. I know that one. Right. <laughs> now, when, when I first read it, I was like, go for it. Do yeah. You do you. You're the valedictorian. Sure. You only get a minute and a half anyway. It's your stage. You can do with it whatever you want. It is your time. 
and that's the reward for working as hard as you have congratulations this is something they can give you whatever and then the more i'm thinking about it i'm like mm, i don't know and then i i talked to my wife about it as well i was like so here's the topic and yeah. she goes okay i said what do you think because i'm not 100 percent sure because half of me is like i don't remember my valedictorian speech no so what do i care like i have remember a field being bored out of my mind mm. right i remember sitting there going can we go home yet yeah you know that kind of thing but you know so the more i thought about it and then i talked with my wife and she's just like well no like you can't just do that it's meant to be this and i was like okay and she goes you know and she basically had the same thought as far as ideas i think we all do anyway where it's the majority of your valedictorian speech should be in english because you are representing the the student body you're addressing the students you're addressing the faculty you're addressing all that stuff the community yeah exactly at large. you're talking to everybody in the room at the same time which this one i'm guessing is going to be all digital because i think that's what i read as well probably you know but either way you know so you have that and it wouldn't be a problem if you're you know you're talking you're having you're doing your speech and then at the end when you're thanking people you know and you're saying um you know thank you to uh, this person gracias to mi familia exactly and you throw something out in spanish like a couple lines of saying thank you to your family your mom your dad your uncle whatever it may be you do that in spanish to make it where you know you're you're showing to the world that basically yes i do speak english and all that but family is important and this is how i can connect with them directly and you show that that's an important aspect in your life which that's great but <laughs> do it that way because that's the right way to do it anyway like that would be the the non-a-hole way yes. of doing this but the other part of me is like go full a-hole who cares? Rip and roar. Go full yeah. Spanish. Make everyone sitting back going, I have no idea what he sh what she just said. Make the, the, the principal of the school go, um, she could have said things that we don't know what just happened. And then be like, <laughs> adios amigos, click and call right. it. Like, <laughs> I'm not going. I'm going to be the guy to go ahead and side with Gator on that side of it. You know, the nihilist in me is just like the only people that are going to really remember or take anything from this more than likely are your immediate family anyway. The rest of your st your fellow classmates, they're going to forget this speech happened literally 10 minutes after it's done. And hell, if we're, if we're probably talking a digital graduation because of the era we're currently in, hell, subtitle it in English for all I care. Right. There you go. Problem solved. Uh, Everybody's happy. The end. I mean, we, we just discussed that none of us really have any recollection of right, it, right? Exactly. And I no, mean, I it's not that far removed. Do you think, any, I mean, legitimately, of our class, do you think anyone actually remembers of either of our classes, I guess? The person that I did it. Say, I know other one. Than the person, <laughs> other than the person who did it, maybe a couple friends of theirs, if they, you know, made reference to them somehow in the, in the you know, funny stories about them in their speech or something. But for the most part, no one does. No one cared. No one cared at the time I, or afterwards. I think this is the one am I the a-hole that... I am sitting back going, you are yes, an a you are but an a -hole, do it. But, but do I it anyway. totally want you to be the a-hole in this. Right. <laughs> like, I, like, you I are the a-hole, support... but you have our support being the a-hole. <laughs> I totally support your selfish a-hole actions. <laughs> I'm not going to support it because I think that like it's a community thing. I also largely don't care, and I don't think anybody else does either. I think no. they might no. in the moment just because... Oh, I think the principal will to be like, I can't believe you did that. Oh, you I, didn't I think clear the, with us. I think the community will. 
to be honest with you, I think a lot of people might take no, offense to it. who cares about the community at large, really? But I if mean, you're leaving, it doesn't, like, none of it, it really matter. matters. That's yeah. the whole thing. None of this actually matters. Yeah, what real-world consequences from... are there at that right. point? I graduated some podunk high school in Kansas, Yeah. but I'm going to school at Harvard Med, so screw you all. I'm doing this. I'm bilingual, probably more than that, and if y'all can't keep up, go back to farming corn. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, wow. ba- yeah, that's yeah. basically what she's saying. <laughs> I mean, kind of, yeah. Go back to go being right. a hillbilly. Right. Uh, like, yeah. You'll never amount to crap. I'm better than all of you. Let me show you why. And then oh I'm out. God. Peace. See you later. Listen, Call me an a-hole. But I'll be the one treating you when you get sick. <laughs> it, it depends on how you want to go about doing this. If you want to do it in a way that you're not the a-hole, like if that's actually a concern of yours. and Because you got to ask yourself if you care. Right. right, that's the big thing. Do you if care you, about going scorched earth here, or well, do you care about being a hole or not? If you care about being an a hole, then don't do it. Then don't do it. What you do is you write out like a thing for your parents saying, "Hey, this is what my speech is translated into right. Spanish." Give them something so they can follow along. Whatever. Perfect. Uh, if that makes that easier for them, I and mean, right. also she says that, or he or she says that there's um. Mm, they speak English, just not as well. Right. They, so, they wouldn't understand it as well in English as they would in Spanish. Meaning that they can still understand it in English. So if you're, if you're going to do it in that regard and you don't want to be an a-hole, that's how you do it. If you don't care... Go then let's set the world on fire. You are it. an a-hole, but go ahead and do it. I don't With care. With everything else happening, this may be one of the last valedictorian speeches ever made. Sure. Rip and roar on that sucker. And to be honest with you, <laughs> oh. yours will be the most memorable valedictorian speech ever. Because no one will know what the crap you said. And they'll be like, you remember when our valedictorian did her whole speech in, in Spanish? Spanish? Yeah. Yeah, what did she say? I don't know. We never got the translation. That was pretty wicked, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so you get that. Yeah, that'll actually be memorable instead of where we're at, where we're like, do you remember our valedictorian speech? No, hey. I remember it being boring and wanting to die during it. But... I say, it probably had something to do with, this is the first steps of your life, and I'm proud to be with you, and you've oh accomplished so much, and I can't see, I can't wait to see where our class has gone. We have the best opportunities in front of us. I think she cried. Oh, probably, but at the end of the day, you know what all happened to the people that took that and went, this is the moment. We can achieve things. We can grab it and go. We all got freaking coupled with student debt. <laughs> I, I cried. I cried on the inside. Right. You know, four years later, they never told me this would happen. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm 30 years old and I'm still paying for this crap. This sucks. <laughs> so, I mean, that's it. Be an a-hole or don't be an a-hole. To be honest with you, at the end of the day, none of it matters right. because none of us really care. So be and an neither a-hole. neither will your fellow So be students. an a-hole and have some fun. I'm just so glad I brought everybody around to my side at the end of this. Embrace <laughs> the chaos, damn it. <laughs> Sean, nothing in life really matters. Right. It's all just a mirage. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when we get back, we have another Am I the A-Holes topic to get to. Uh, you're listening to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. Stick around. Tattoos are more than art. They tell a story, your story. And Beyond the Chair Tattoo Studio in Shelby Township understands that. Whether it's your first tattoo or your 10th, a touch-up or a cover-up, Beyond the Chair is here to help you express yourself. And their five-star rating shows they've got the skill to do that better than anyone else. Beyond the Chair also offers body piercing. You can walk right in or set up an appointment. Give their artist a call at 586-799-7293. 
Beyond the Chair is located on Van Dyke Avenue, just south of 21 Mile in Shelby Township. Ah, it's barbecue season, setting up the grill, gathering up seasonings, meat, buns, plates, stuff to go with the plates, charcoal, starter food, bug spray, tongs, spatula, more bug spray. By the time you have all the things you need, it stops being fun and feels more like work. I'm hungry! Let Woodchips Real American Barbecue do all the work for you. Delicious smoked meats, handmade sides, refreshing handcrafted cocktails. All that's left is the fun. Come into Woodchips Real American Barbecue located in beautiful downtown Lapeer, or let us cater your event. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Hey everybody, this is the hitman Brett Fortney. And I'm Todd Gilbert. Join us every Wednesday night exclusively on Solid State Radio for Hanging with the Hitman. Every week we'll be discussing music, movies, pop culture, current events, basically anything that's going on or anything that comes to mind. So turn it up, come hang with us. There's no better place to hang than with the hitman. Available exclusively on SolidStateRadio.net or the Solid State Radio app. Available on all Android and iOS devices. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. Uncle Salem here. Join me every Saturday on SolidStateRadio.net and every Thursday on Spock Rock Radio for Blank Generation. Punk, metal, weirdness, and all kinds of mayhem. See you there, 6 p.m. Saturday. When you want to unwind, Cascadden Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. This February, 7-Eleven Entertainment and Flint Local 432 are teaming up to bring you live local original music with a side of social distancing. It's Live from the Local, a weekly live stream performance from Factory 2 in downtown Flint, streamed live every Saturday night from the Live from the Local YouTube channel. Tune in Saturday nights this February for live performances from Attaboy, The Class of 7-Eleven, and Slumlord Radio. Get more info at facebook.com slash live from the local. And it's brought to you by Factory 2, Flint Local 432, and 7-Eleven Entertainment. Hey, it's the Goat Boy from Open for Discussion, a show where we give the best and worst unsolicited 
Reddit advice. Every week, we ask our audience questions and scour the internet for funny, relatable, and thought-provoking advice that we break down. Ever wanted to know if you're the a-hole in a situation? We got you covered. Join Gator, Rose, and I every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. for witty banter, insightful conversation, and a general hodgepodge of a good time. Only on SolidStateRadio.net. If you like live music, and I mean really like live music, then you'll like Corona Road Bar in Flint. The CRB has featured live rock for decades with no plans on slowing down. Great drink prices and a warm atmosphere will give you the best live music experience. You'll find the CRB at 3110 Corona Road in Flint. Here's what's going on this weekend at Corona Road Bar. The CRB will reopen the third weekend of January with live music every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Keep up to date on upcoming events at Facebook.com slash Corona Road Bar. I will say this so much. As a Soundgarden slash Chris Cornell fan in general, that is easily the stupidest song that Chris Cornell has ever written. I picked it. Yeah, no, (laughs) he knows I hate it. That is the biggest reason I don't like Soundgarden. It was just played. I know. I know. I would almost rather listen to Savage Garden. This is this is the we can uh, good. I like Savage Garden, all right? Of course you would. I do. There's not much I don't like, let's be real. That's true. But no, that's, that's true. the joy of me being back here is you never know what's no, coming. I guess I want you to, like, all All it has to be played is the Do You Believe in Life After Love One Day. That's oh. the one song that is needs to Enrique be played. Is Enrique on here? That's not Enrique. Oh, no, that's it's not Cher. 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 Enrique's on there because I made him play it before. Right. Oh, yeah. I, it may or may not be in the system. I know I have a, another former host at this station singing it badly, awfully, murdering that song. I don't want to, I don't want the person to murder it. I want to hear the real one. <laughs> yeah. I do a hell of a cover of it Enrique myself. is on here, though? How have I not grabbed Enrique yet? Because it's somewhere deep, deep in, in, I'm pretty sure, of... uh, deep in the bowels of Adam's DJ Aww. music. Yeah, because Sean doesn't want to play Enrique, just like he doesn't want to play the boss. I like Enrique. It's true. And he's I, not wrong. I don't. Because I want to play the boss. I wouldn't tell you you couldn't play it. I don't believe I did. Well, I'll give you the next best thing. I gave you the goddamn Gaslight Anthem, so. That's true. Don't that's, even, that's don't even start with me on that. that. Well, I, well, but you like the Gaslight Anthem, so. That's also fair. Yeah. He doesn't get joy out of doing things that don't actively irritate me like that's that's what it is like sean's not hating his life right now in the middle of this i don't want to do it let's play thunder road <laughs> which one uh, the bruce springsteen thunder road Oh, okay but what were you thinking that someone has recently redone thunder road yeah, but Why? yes there's a country version of it no no, no not country no Hang on. I, you, no, guys, you know what? I don't want to talk. Let's not start do talking. This. Okay. So we've, we've got one. We're going back to family matters, right? Um, am I the a hole for making my daughter do her brother's chores after she called him useless? I'm off the top of my head. I'm going to say no. All for, right. Wait, wait, she's. He's. Is she the a hole for making the kid who called the other one useless do all the chores? Yes. I, I'm tempted to say not the a hole, but. I could 
You got to pick one, Sean. I'm saying not the a-hole right okay, now, but you're, you're going to twist this on me. I know I you are. Know. That's what you do. This. I don't know about this. This is one that uh, Gator found. I did find did, this one. So you already, you, you don't, Sean gets to be guinea pig today, so we're going to go ahead yes. and go on with it. Um, so I, a 44-year-old male, have two children, uh, a 19-year-old female and a 17-year-old male. And I couldn't be any happier. Due to COVID, my children are currently having online classes and tensions in our household couldn't be higher. You know, that's what happens when everybody's stuck living with each other constant. Right. Especially the hormonal teenagers. Yeah. That's the way it goes. So my wife is currently in bed due to a sprained leg. My son is stressed in classes. And my daughter recently broke up with her boyfriend. Let's get on to the story. (laughs) During the weekends, my daughter made my son do her chores. Let that settle for a minute. Yeah. The daughter made the son do her chores already on the weekends. Right. Something he was not obliged to do. He finished all his chores for the day and began to play on his PlayStation. Upon (laughs) seeing him relaxing, my daughter called him a useless donkey with no purpose in life. You hear that one? Wow. Useless donkey with no purpose in life. And I wonder if she used the term donkey or jackass, because that's that's a... I mean, that's also possible. That's kind of what I'm guessing here. Yeah. I heard this and immediately made my daughter apologize after her refusal. So, like, he said, hey, you need to apologize right now. I'm not going to apologize, Dad. No, Dad. <laughs> Get effed. Whoa, hey. Uh, after, after Get her, bent, Dad. Get bent. After her refusal, I took away her phone, laptop, and TV privileges until she apologized. I also made her do her brother's chores for three weeks. Three weeks. Yes. Right now, my wife is calling me an a-hole and that my daughter is just having stress from the breakup. I think my actions are justified, but I want to hear it from you guys. What do you think? Am I the Absolutely a-hole? Absolutely not the a-hole. Sean's going out the a-hole. So. <laughs> okay. I was torn on this, believe it or not. Really? I know, which it doesn't seem right. I would. It seems like I would jump on board with not the a-hole immediately. I, I was not torn on this. I know. You're probably like not the a-hole well, at I all. don't think he's an a-hole. Yeah, whatsoever. exactly. I was torn on this, on, the, on just the sole fact that I am a big believer in the punishment fits the crime. Sure. Okay, especially with kids and all that nonsense. Okay, so the remark of saying that to the brother. Yeah. Like, that's not okay. No. Not at all. Because they're not just like, you're dumb and I hate you type words. Right. That, it's, that's It's brutal. actually really... That's a deep cut. Yeah. Yeah. And so for that, like, I can see looking at that going, oh, you think so? Well, you're doing his chores all week now. Like, that's the way this is about to go. You know, now, the remark back to dad, not cool. Like, when I tell you to do something, yes, you don't get to say no. No. Yeah. Like, that doesn't work in my world. Especially when it's not like it's a hard thing to do. Right. He I just apologize for, for being apology. a dink. Yes. That's all I need you to do. Just say, I, you know what? I'm sorry. That was way too mean. That's all I need you to say. Yeah. But you told me no. To something that you, uh, as, as like at the age that she's at, she's 19, <laughs> considered to be an adult at this point in time. Right. 
you said that and all I ask in return is an apology and you look at me and not have the adult thing to be like you know what I was out of line that was probably pretty bad you ever get called out on something you say something that's kind of bad and you didn't realize it was oh, it dude, hit I've, as hard I've put my foot in my mouth so many times oh yeah times. sure been there oh my god. and then someone calls you out on it and you think about it and you go you know what wow yeah oh man dude perfect example anyway and this is when i was younger i was probably about 19 at the time 18 19 years old sure. and you know i was a young stupid kid that made jokes that were not <laughs> jokes you should make absolutely okay um thing like making fun of a, a type of people that they had no control over what they were yes okay um having to do with olympics and things like that oh yeah yeah no i was a mm -hmm. horrible horrible human being at the point in time also at that point in time life was a lot different as far it as was, jokes and it doesn't make it okay right but it makes it more believable for the time frame yes let's put it that way so it was the first time that i was meeting um or one of the first times anyway that i was meeting my brother's now wife mm-hmm Okay, and so, you know, I met her, and I mean, super nice, and everybody was super nice, like, really, really friendly and things, and I mean, she's super great gal and everything, but me being the young, stupid kid I was, not knowing anything about her family or anything like that, made a dumb joke. Yeah. Nobody laughed. No. And I was like, well, you know, I mean, you- well, This you, is one of my hits. Why right, you, like, you this know? is one of my better jokes that everybody laughs at at the time kind of thing. I was like, no, oh, that's a funny joke. Like, what the crap? Well, come to find out, she has a brother with Down syndrome. Mm. Yeah. Holy crap. Can of worms Back there, pedal. Wow. You want to talk about the quickest backpedal I have ever made a day in my life. It, Absolutely. That was the defining moment of realizing that that's not funny. Those jokes aren't okay. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I felt like complete dirt and crap for... Oh, boy. That and that was really, really bad. Just to give context to this, because probably around the time that you made that joke, uh -huh. there was a Johnny Knoxville movie that yes. came out that was... Yes. You that, could never That was do. the movie of that joke. Okay, yes. That's what it was. Oh, okay, yeah, It yeah. was the movie of that joke specifically, and it was like... You know, thinking that that was just all fun and games, and every, it was made into a joke it anyway. It just shows and, how much life has changed without oh perspective it was that brutal. you didn't have right. until I, that moment. Oh, I gained it in about half a second. Unfortunately, a lot of times, and I've said this many times on the show, is that we learn by our mistakes. Yep. Yeah. And that's what it was. And I mean, don't get me wrong, like, yes, I backpedaled immediately, and it was like, I'm so sorry. And then it was the realization of, that's not okay, and it's never going to be okay. Right. Like, that's that's it. And, you know, I mean, obviously, it, it she didn't, like, you know, rip me up and down or anything like that. She was just like, that. they're not funny. Right. You know, and it, I mean, she was super nice about it, and it was... That was the realization moment of, I can't do this. Absolutely. And so since then, you know, obviously I don't, and that's great, you know, but at the same time, like the words or the jokes or whatever you use, you don't know the impact they're going to have on somebody until you say them. And then by that point, it's too late to take them back. Right. Like you done did it. And, and I think a lot of times, whether it's a joking situation or whether it's an insult or whether it's just you word of mouth flying off the handle, however it is, mm -hmm. you say stuff. I remember uh, when I was very young, I said one thing to my brother that threw him into a rage and I got my butt kicked because, well, oh, let's be honest. Yeah, it's your brother. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
And I said something to him, and looking back at it, it's something I regret to this day because mm-hmm. it was mean, and I knew it at the time. I right. said it because I knew it was going to sting, and it wasn't cool. It wasn't right. Right. You know, that was one of those moments where, like, immediately after those words left my mouth, I went, oh. And then there was the physical ramifications right. of that as well. But <laughs> but here's the thing, too. In those moments, like, the minute you said it, no one had to tell you, you need to apologize. And this is this is what I'm getting at. Right. She said something that was, this is what I'm... Why I wanted to make this point is that a lot of times we say stuff, and even when we, a lot of times we realize it's really bad right away, and you go, oh, no, and then you want to apologize. Sometimes you don't realize how bad it is until somebody says something to you, and then you go, oh, wow, that was really bad. I should apologize. You have this innate feeling that you're going to, you know, like, take you need care to of remedy it. You this to. now. Yes. There was none of this. No, here. she didn't have it. She didn't have that at all. She thought she was fine. Yeah, the dad looked at it and said, and the easy answer there, even if you didn't feel this sort of remorse, would just apologize anyways because it's an easy thing to do. Right. Now, To be obstinate about it? Right. Right. And well, it's not like this is something where, like, in Gator's example, okay, it was a, it was a bad joke on her. It's like, you call this person a useless donkey with no purpose in life. Right. It doesn't seem like there's a, any other way to interpret that other than the way no, it, which it was taken. And right. it was out of malice. It was to be hurtful. And yeah. you knew this. It and was an meant to cut. is in order. Yes. So there's no way you can get away from that, even if you believe it or even if you're that upset. And there's nothing to be upset about. He's just relaxing, playing a game. He After finishing every... all your chores. Absolutely, like, yes. That's the big thing. After doing all the work you were supposed to do. And doing the work that you're supposed to do for weeks now. And not asking for anything in return. Just doing them. And I don't think that you did what my brother did when I had to do his chores. <laughs> right. <laughs> the the weird blackmail that came through that. Right. As I... Uh, we were going to get in trouble if we didn't do chores, right? Mm-hmm. And ours were a lot of times looped together. Okay. My brother got in a lot of trouble as it is already, so he didn't care. Right. So, like, when when that came up, I remember there was a time we were folding clothes, and I'm like, I'm folding all of the clothes. I'm like halfway through the pile. It was a family of five. That's a lot, a of, lot clothes. of clothes. Yeah. So I'm like halfway through the pile, and I'm looking at him, and he hasn't folded crap. He's just sitting there He's chilling. Just, yeah, and I'm like, dude, dude, come on. Right. Like, come on, I'm a, you got to do this. You got to. He goes, I don't do anything. I'm like, we're, you don't do it. We're both gonna get in trouble. Like both of us are gonna get in trouble. He goes, I'm already always in trouble. I don't care. I don't care. You fold it. You don't want to get in trouble. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And I was like, how do you refute that? Well, and not only that, but if you don't do it, you both get in trouble. Yes. Then he whoops your butt. For getting him in trouble well, again. And that's the other thing. People would be like, well, you could, you know, you're the older brother. You can manpower. Yeah, you do that. Yeah, go for good, it. Good luck yeah, with that. See if that works out for you. <laughs> good friggin' luck. <laughs> Dude, I probably got like 150 pounds on that guy, and he would still drop me in a heartbeat. <laughs> right? Yes. Like he'd be like, oh, really? Poof. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You're a lot taller than me, but you want to know how high my foot can go? Right. Over your head. I'm limber. (laughs) Yeah. The whole motion of it is 100% velocity. (laughs) It doesn't get any faster or slower once it starts moving. Nope. And there's a lot of power behind that. That kid's got legs the size of tree trunks. And given when we were children, they weren't that big, but the toughness was always there. 
That's the thing is like the guy, like he's got legs as big as I do. Yes. And I've got 150 pounds on him. Yes. <laughs> like pure muscle. Right. Like this is, this is not great. No. But anyway, I, I digress. Like, so there's all that stuff put forward, right? Yeah. I, there needs to be some sort of example made of here. It's already bad enough that the son's done her chores for that many times anyway, for whatever reason, however that came about, whether he's just a nice guy, whether she was mean and that's what goaded him into doing it. Or maybe she was going through a bunch of crap and so he was like, you know what, I'll take care of this stuff until you get things figured out. And that's, you don't know the basis of it, but no. at the end of the day, he still did it. And it wasn't, you know, required of him whatsoever. He just did it. Right. So for her to look at it, say all that stuff, go through <laughs> that. Yeah, no, it's just desserts. Make her do those chores because she's had it easy for how long anyway. And as right. far as the breakup goes, get over it. Yeah, you well, calm that down. It's not, you know what, you're hurt. And I'm okay with that. I feel that. I've been broken up with multiple times. It sucks. You're feeling pain. That doesn't mean life stops, and you still have things you have to do. It doesn't mean that you get to To take it out on other people. Right, You don't get to project those feelings on somebody else. You don't get to be mean to somebody because you're hurting. That isn't how that works. Now, the, the one part of this, like I said, the reason I was on the fence anyway is, you know, the the punishment of taking the screens away, that mm-hmm. would be for, you know, the back talk, basically, and I can understand that. Sure. You know, being like, <laughs> you want to talk like that to me, I'm going to take all your stuff away. Yeah. You know, and that's understandable. Um, it's the, you called him useless, and so I punish you for that. And that, like, three weeks of doing the chores seems a little excessive over what she called him. You know, like, well, if you think that way, then you can do his chores for the next week, and we'll see if you think about that after the end of the week. Okay. Understandable. Yeah. Three weeks of it. By week number two, you've already done major point. No, I, I would agree with you. Now you're kicking extent. a dead horse. You, you're right, but yeah, I well, think How that's... long was he doing the chores for her beforehand? Well, I don't know, but that, you know... Maybe I mean, it, it could be entirely... Should that be involved in the situation, but I say that's though? the thing. Is, I don't know thing. if that's a valid thing to put in. It could be, though. I mean, is Sean's it, it, right. It very well could be if it's the idea that, like, you need to do this because you don't do anything anyway. Like, if she's been snotty and that's why he's been doing her chores the entire time, right. I think three weeks is more than a fair... It, yeah. I mean, it depends on the severity of the other end of it, obviously. It does. You know, like, if he's only been doing it for a few days, then it's like, mm, that's a little excessive. But if he's been doing it, like, for a full month while she's recovering from a bad breakup, well, then, yeah, you know, you get to do his now because it's time to even all this out. But, you know, based on what we know. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, and that's, that's all that's, speculation. Right, and that's what I have to go off of is what we know. And so that's why I'm a little on the fence as far as the length of the punishment taking. You know, like, we've all been grounded for at some point in time in our lives. Oh, yeah. Sure. You know, and I remember being grounded for way longer than I even want to think about. What was your groundings like, by the way? Oh, they were brutal. There was no, like, you didn't pick TV. You didn't get to go on the computer. You weren't at friends' houses. You went to school, and you came home, and that was it. What were you allowed to do when you were at home? Homework and read a book. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> okay, no, I just want yeah, to make sure. No technology, no electronics. I've had friends where they weren't allowed to go anywhere, and that was their grounding, So right? they just stayed home and played video games. Yeah. My grounding was literally I had to sit in my bed. The only time that I could get out of bed was to go to the bathroom or go to eat food, and then it was bedtime. 
Right. You weren't allowed out of the room. And I remember as well at one point being grounded and having to do all that. And then I was of the age as well where I could grow facial hair. Yeah. I was told to, I was not allowed to have any facial hair either. Wow. That's a... My dad made me shave my face every single day because he believed in the idea of you are going to look at yourself every single day. That's interesting. It worked. Oh, I'm sure it did. I hate shaving, so it would right. be a very... Oh, it sucked because, you know... I mean, I mean, back then it was a lot easier, though, so... Uh, it was about the same it is right now. It was just less gray. That's all yeah. it was. I... You know, and so, I mean, I understand the point of what he did and for, you know, the, the crime... The, the punishment definitely fit the crime in that criteria is, you know, what all was going on, but, you know... I, the, it's man, the length of it that, that really that gets That was so you. long. It is. It's a little longer than what needs to be to drive the point home. But then again, it's she doubled down. She did. That's the the big yeah, thing she, on this. She didn't she just mess down. up once. She just went, no, I'm sticking through this. It isn't just it, and like yeah, the the crime there, or whatever, with the calling of the brother useless and lazy and all of that stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. that's tough. And the one week is good enough for that. But then the fact that you bring it up saying, hey, that's wrong. She refuses to apologize. I don't know. I'm kind of going with the length at this well, point. I, I, it's fi- not. It's not hell, the. I'd be fine with you know. Th- you keep up doing his chores until you're willing to apologize too. Well, I mean, I that, don't think that would be that could be even. understandable. Where it's like, well, you're going to be doing his chores till you feel like you need to apologize, and I want to make sure, you like, it has to be where I can hear the sincerity in you. It's it's not the obstinance that bothers me, like the fact that she says no. I do believe that when you talk about the electronics and so on and so forth, that's yeah. where that comes into play. That doesn't bother me. It's the idea that she doubles down on doing something wrong, knowing it's wrong, saying things something that's uh, spiteful and hurtful, mm-hmm. and then being told to apologize, just saying, yeah, you know what? I don't care. That's fine. Right, like I'm it's okay to, to be spiteful and hurtful in this right. situation. No, I'm fine looking at my brother in this way. Yeah, so I I think looking at it like, do I think even if it's if we know all the background, like if we if yeah, we yeah, find yeah. out what all the background is, and it's not like an excessive amount of chore doing sure, or whatever, sure. you know, do I think that he's an a hole? Not completely, but partly because the punishment I think is a little excessive for the crime. If it is what we know, well, also. You know, it's nice to know what the chores are. Right, that would. Are be... they really like that invasive? Are they that intrusive? Are they that like huge? Right, like I mean, is the chores like, you know, you're landscaping or shoveling the driveway, washing the cars, doing all that on top of the in the house chores, or is it just like make sure your bathroom's cleaned and do your laundry? Yeah, is it is it literally like, folding clothes? If she has to right. fold clothes for three weeks more, whoopty freaking do! I yeah, you know what? I don't care. That's fine. Yeah. That's another twenty minutes out of her day, maybe. And we're just gonna look past the fact that he has to punish a child that's nineteen. That's the other. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. are we just gonna look past that? Uh, you have to because of the situation. I feel because like he's you punishing just have to. Yeah, year I feel old. like you, you just have, have to look to. beyond it. And yeah, go, kind you know, of. If you're still having to take screens away from a 19 year old, what are you doing? But at the same <laughs> time, I do want to keep that in mind that she is 19. She is an adult. If you don't like it, move out. Right? Yeah, well, there's that. There's that. Move, but it's, it's get, the, get a job, move the hell out. But it's that big of a thing. Being right. the adult in the situation, being 19 and being considered an adult and still saying that to your brother your and having child. no remorse. Yeah, yeah it already shows a lack of maturity child. on the part of the 19-year-old, for sure. 
Right. It's just it's such a terrible thing. I I hate it. Like I said, I I'm gonna go with not the a hole on this one. And all day, yeah, absolutely, all, all day for it. Yeah. I get what you're saying with the severity, right. and you're probably right to a certain extent. But ah, God, do I hate that. It's not great. You no. Know, if we knew more background, that'd probably be nicer. But at the end of the day. You I mean, know, it's it's easy to say it's he's a bad not a statement in general. Like right. even knowing the background, like yeah, you could look at it. Say the brother is lazy and all he does is sit on the PlayStation all day. You go, well, you know, he doesn't actually do anything. In fact, he's morb- morbidly obese because of it, and he stinks and he's all the other things. You still can't say that to someone, <laughs> right? No, I did the, the other day he is still doing what's been asked and required of him by people. So where the hell do you get off? Well, well and, and that's I, the other component to this is that he's done everything he's supposed to do. Well, and I think the easy, like, the one thing we haven't hit on yet either, which I think we need to, or at least quickly anyway, is the fact that the wife is calling the husband the a-hole for the punishment, where it's like, hey... Aren't you upset about your son right. being called a like, worthless why donkey, you, too? Why aren't you just as enraged as I am right, right. now? Like, why are you enabling? You're kind of enabling the kid. The, right. The, the, the like, daughter why are you there? on the daughter's side with this? Our kids are insulting each other right. deeply, and you're sitting there going, well, you shouldn't punish her that hard. It's like, wait, her, like, her, no. Her <laughs> boyfriend just broke up with her. Right. She's going through a hard time. Yeah, and Dad's sitting in the back going, <laughs> finally he did it. Oh my gosh, I hated that piece of crap. <laughs> she's so sad. You should understand. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she's kind of an a-hole too, not going to lie. Yes. Uh, a little bit. There needs to be some perspective there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's all we got for you guys. Stick around. Come back next week. Every every weekend, Sunday, uh, 6 to 9 p.m. Open for discussion. SolidStateRadio.net. Have a great week. Bye. Solid State Radio.